yeah, so you're in this like study. Um, it's got like a roll top desk. There's a book of bookshelf full of various tomes and scrolls. Um, you've gotten the top of the roll top roll top desk open, but not like the drawers. Um, you've read through the book. Um, seems like whoever was writing it, uh, uh, like the journal, has kind of maybe lost it because the final page written in apparently blood says like please gods please kill me um, um if i remember correctly we gained a few things one of which is that time works weird in here like the wizard was implying that even though he'd been there for longer than he could count he wasn't getting hungry or thirsty or if i remember rightly correct um also you've seen this into a couple because you've opened and closed the door a couple times uh there are no like with the exception of this room that has the fireplace there are no like torches or anything but everything is just kind of lit interesting um you when you blasted the cookie jar that room had no visible light source but the room was still like illuminated yeah i feel bad about that but <laughs> don't oh. you open that goose door because there's something down there uh, yeah, currently you have the the room with the goose door propped open. The goose is staying inside. Uh, it's just roosting on its little nest in the middle. Yeah. Um, so what's you have it propped happened... open yeah. with uh, one of your daggers. Yeah. Uh, when we've gone in, the goose is kind of like raised up and raised its wings. But as we retreated, the goose has calmed down. So here's my theory, friends. You know, better the goose you know. I say we keep goose door propped open and we explore some of the other rooms. We've got a rope, so if needs be, we can kind of create like a through line. Although the worry of that rope getting snipped whilst we are trundling around does frighten me a little bit. A goose in the hand is worth two in the bush. It, it's like velociraptors at that point. It's never the goose you see that gets you. Uh, Dorchus was checking. There's only two doors in here, right? Yeah, so we've only got one at either end of the uh, of, of the home room, as we're calling it. Yeah, so if you're facing the fireplace, there's a door on your left and there's a door on your right. Okay. And the roll, to, roll top desk would be behind you. So to review, we can cycle through doors by opening and closing them. There's possibly something fecked up in here. Maybe the old wizard just went mad, but I don't think we're that lucky. Um, but we've got a cat dragon. So that's cool. Um, and okay, so... Oh, and Zagrabes. Watto. Thank you. Bits. Uh, okay, so to start, what I'd like to do is go over to the goose door and just, just peek around it to see how the goose is doing. Just just ever so slightly. Just, just nice and calm. Not, not threatening. Just how, how's, how's that goose? Uh, the goose is still just like chilling on its little nest. Just okay. sitting there. I retract behind, back behind the door. Okay. Okay. How's the cat dragon doing? Uh, it's good. It's currently just like sitting there watching you, um, kind of curiously. Okay. Like it's up on the back of one of the the big armchairs and just like looking at you. Okay. Well, and uh, actually, let's have you do a. Um... Can you give me an Arcana check? Uh, I can. Uh, I don't know if we know. Uh. I don't know if we know our arcana. I think you do, girl. Uh, but I rolled fucking terribly. I rolled a five and a one. Well, I, I rolled five. Then. 
you're like, yeah, it's a, it's a cat-sized dragon. You're not sure if it's just like a baby dragon. If this is an adult, that's just like a, a smaller breed. You're not sure. Cat dragon? <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to roll like You have given it treats, though. so. Yes, it does like it. Okay. Um, sorry, Wraith was saying they kind of joked on Twitter that this is basically an old text adventure. It kind of is. And this is one of those modes where I'm glad we're all playing together because if you if you think you have a theory, if you spot something that I've missed, tell me. That's why we're doing this together. Um, the only thing I can think of is, yeah, uh, open the other door and see what's behind it. So that's 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 what I'm going to do. So uh, heading to the, the opposite door from the goose door. Okay. Open it. Just kind of look around. Um, I mean, to do. Sorry, I accidentally closed my notes. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, so you um this is the. You wanted me, uh, So you you open this door and like peek in, and it appears to be like a forest, like a fairly dense forest. Okay. Um, is there anything uh, moving in this little forest? Uh, there is a slight breeze. Um, but like as soon as you crack the door open, you just smell that like old forest like. You know, all the leaves and stuff are, like, decaying on the ground floor. So, like, just that like, earthy smell hits you. Um, it appears like it's maybe night, but there is, like, some moon peeking through the, the trees. Okay. <laughs> Lizzie, you terror. All right, so one of our daggers is jammed in the other door so that it doesn't close proper. Okay. Iko, you do make a good point. Trees can burn. Um, and can you give me a perception check? <laughs> can I? Yes. Do I want to? No. <laughs> uh, God, you can tell it's been so long, so I keep looking for the checks versus saves. Oh, fuck me. Running. Three. Alright. Yeah, so like, it seems like it's... That's a forest! It's, cool! It's a, it's a forest. Um... You're, you're pretty positive those are oak trees. Oh, you're definitely oak. Oh my god, they're maple. Um, so yes, what would you do? Check our spells. Ah, oh, smoky stuff. <laughs> Let's see if we can summon Smokey the Bear. Um... I don't know. I'm a, I would just like Smokey stuff because I'm always a fan of uh, slightly changing spells to customize them for oh, how's the it? caster. Is anyone else thinking of just starting a fire? Because I'm thinking of starting a fire. Have you ever tried to burn fresh wood? I'm it doesn't about go to. Well. <laughs> This sounds like Nightmare, in that spirit sidestep to your left, know your other left. Oh yeah, no, Faber 6, this feels exactly like that. Like, if I, if I 
move one step in the wrong direction, it's like, well, congratulations, you have fallen into an unending abyss. Uh, thus ends memory equals null. Alice says yes, everything's, everything's flammable. Yes, but trying to light wet wood is very difficult. Point. Crisp it up first. Uh, we didn't keep that fucking flaming uh, liquid either. I do have a spell called Bonfire. Well, no, it's, um... Wait, when did I learn Counterspell? Huh. This is how long it's been since we've uh, we've run through, um... I believe chat chose that one last time you leveled up. You know what? That sounds like a them choice. I'm like, that's a spell that doesn't involve setting some shit on fire. It's probably a very smart choice by someone else. I believe it was like there was no um, third level fiery spells that you didn't already have. So. Uh, Ikoa, currently you cannot see any other doors in the forest room. But per the. I believe per the. Uh, the wizard's journal. Uh, you know that every room has two doors. Okay, so I'm gonna try some some cantrippian nonsense. I've got an idea, friends, because we've got produce flame. Produce flame makes like a little mini bonfire, right? But it can also be used as a as a hadouken. So if something pops out, we can take that produced flame and throw it at something that comes nearby. Baron's right. Probably not gonna be able to set this stuff on fire, but. Uh, we're not going to set the room on fire. However, there's just something about stuff burning that tends to spring creatures into action. Um, so I'm going to pick a spot between a couple of trees and eyeline and produce flame. Yeah. Uh, let's see. If the current flame appears in your hand, oh, in my hand. Peoples. Never mind. Oh, well, I mean, okay. Produce flame in hand. Let's. Let's use it. I could have sworn we had bonfire, but I must just. Be... Uh, you do have bonfire. It's not a cantrip, though. No, you do. Oh, I think you do, but we never added it to your sheet. Like it's written in your book, but it's not written on your spell sheet because you never got around to giving me what you picked, like second level. Ah. Uh... So yes, I know you have bonfire. Um, I don't remember what else you have. Um, I tell you what, but, for, but for you can you can attack with uh, like with produce flame. You can yeah. throw it at somebody if it does. Well, I I wanted to put forward a, a narrative suggestion if you don't mind. Um, while we're in the pocket dimension, we have been disconnected from our tome, so we can only use the spells we have to memory. Sure, that works. Or at least until you you undig the box. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you you cast. Uh, produce flame, so it's the little crackling ball of fire in your hand. Okay. Um, I... I'm going to take the other dagger, once again, like, jam it in the door wedge so it can't close. Okay. So yeah, you like... Are you doing it into, like, the... where the door opens, or are you doing it, like, into the ground? Uh... Into the, the door jam where it closes, so... Okay. Even if it... Even if it snaps the dagger, there'll be enough to keep it from closing proper. So it's just... Yeah, so 
So you shove that in there. It seems like it's wedged in there fairly well. We'll see. Yeah. All right. I step into the forest room. All right. Uh, you step in, and yeah, the ground is nice and soft beneath you. There's lots of like fallen leaves and moss growing around. Um, it's actually kind of like it's a pleasant experience. Like it's a it's a kind of chill night, but not like super cold. Um, the breeze is actually kind of nice, um, considering you've been in like this completely stuffy room. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, I'm gonna continue heading uh, away from the door to just explore this little forest. Okay. Um, you think somewhere in the distance you can maybe hear because uh, your passive perception is a little uh, yeah. Yes. Um, somewhere, somewhere in the distance you think you maybe hear like running water, like a, a small creek or something. Um, can you give me another perception check now you're in the room proper? <laughs> I can. Okay, here we go. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. right. Apparently I've woken um, up. You, once you get like 10, 15 feet into the room, um, you think you can see in the distance. You actually think you see uh, another door. It's just like sticking up out of the ground. Okay. Uh, friends, do you want to inspect the, the water or do you want to check the door? Because... I mean, this would. This seems like it would be a good room to have bolted on next to us. I feel like we're almost building, uh, uh, building our own maze out of pieces here. Uh, Lizzie, this is a barren room. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. Uh, the secret Discord might have made some of these rooms. Oh good. <laughs> I see no way that ends badly for me. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with. Well, Dorchus is saying to check the room, and Ultrazini and Compliment Cap, so the water sounds interesting. So, I'm going to head towards the sound of the water. Okay. Uh, the water sound is, like, off to your, to your left. Okay. I'm, uh, I, I head left. <laughs> this is such uh, a text adventure. I love it. You walk another, like, 20, 30 feet. Um, uh, and then you, you can slowly start to see, yeah, there's a small, like, it's like a two foot wide, maybe a foot deep stream that's gently trickling through the forest. Huh. I guess I'll I'll follow the stream upstream. Okay. Uh, upstream is more or less towards towards the other uh, the door. Okay. Give or take, like roughly. Like if you follow the stream, it'll basically take you parallel to where the door is. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna follow the stream. Alright. Um, so you slowly start making your way up. Um, can you give me another perception check? Two. Okay. Boy, um, that sure is water. <laughs> yep, that, that's water. Fuck my life. So you get, you're now probably, I don't know, a hundred or so feet, um, in from the the original door, uh, and you can now see that you're like parallel with the the other door. Okay. Hmm. I mean, friends, we we seem to have found a place that's pretty chill and pretty calm. Like, uh, I believe 
Someone was suggesting we take the time to make some feckin' doorstops and stuff. Um, I don't know if chopping down <laughs> some magical trees is a smart play, but uh, when have we ever let that stop us? What do you reckon? Dodgers, everything in here is magical! Dodgers, what, who says they're magic trees? Pocket dimension. Um, so, piping up, uh, Emberlin Burn says, oh, Excuse me! Excuse me, trees! Do you mind if I chop one of you down? And I wait for a response. No response. I mean, we've asked politely. <laughs> Stop giving barren ideas. You're not the worst. Um... <laughs> Tree, fuck off. <laughs> uh, also, I believe um, uh, Commonwealth Cat was asking if they could submit rooms whilst the show is going on. Technically, yes. I would just need to refresh the page. There we go. You you have your you have your instructions. Okay, uh, I am going to take Dorchus's uh, suggestion and. Uh, whilst we have a, a weirdly calm moment, I, I'm going to head back towards the door we came in from, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to pick one of the pick one of the trees closest to the door. Okay. Um. Uh, just going to actually, I'm just going to pop my head around the uh, pop my head round through the door to see if the the cat dragon's okay. Yeah. Uh, so you look in, and it's actually sitting like at the entrance, like kind of watching you. Okay. It's got its little tail like curled around its front feet. Aww. I've known this cat dragon for one episode and I'm ready to fight and kill and die for this creature. Okay. Alright, so we need resources. We're going to need a lot of door jams. So, um, right. (laughs) Taking out the sacred battle axe of killing gods. I just start going to town on the tree and chop that mother hubbard down. Uh, what what rolls do you need from me for this? Uh, can you just give me a... Uh, can you just give me a strength check? Okie dokie. Because like, you can do it, it just depends on how long it's going to take you. Ten? Ten. Alright, so it's going to take you a while. Like, all the trees around here are pretty beefy. Um, but like, you can totally do it. Oh wait. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, I rolled a strength save. My strength ah. check actually came in lower, which was a six. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's going to take you a while. Like These are old, very hard trees, and your axe is designed for rending flesh and maybe deities, not wood. Alright. What do you say, friends? We're going we gonna to start our crafting life? Just go full Minecraft and just start punching the tree. Boof, 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 boof. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Baron. We've actually tricked you. This is now a, this is now a Minecraft stream, but Minecraft tabletop. Minecraft <laughs> uh, you have sure you have gotten four sticks. <laughs> um, but yeah, unless anyone is vermintly against it, I'm gonna gonna take the time. Uh, I take off uh, the leather armor. And again, I place it in the doorway just in case. 
but it's kind of like a, all right, well, this is this is how we're surviving. Kind of. All right. So yeah, it's gonna take you like at least an hour to get through this tree, just to even get to the point where you can maybe like push it over. Okay. Um, Let me know if I need to, to roll anything else. No, so like you, you do this, and you're like just swinging away at the tree. Like you've never cut a tree down before, as, long, as far as you're aware. <laughs> um, and so, like you're you're just going full bore on it for a while. Like you're starting to sweat. Um, and but yeah, eventually, like you finally get it in there, and you wedge your axe in there, and you like push down as like to like lever it, and the tree finally falls and topples over. All right. Um, time to start. Time to start shaving some 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 stodgy door wedges. Okay. Um. Uh, can you roll a perception check for me? <laughs> oh no! Three. I am fucking oblivious. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you go and you start like lopping like some tree branches off to try and you know form them into makeshift things you can shove in the doors, like jam. Um, can you roll a survival thing? Yeah, can you roll a survival check for me? Ten. All right. So now that you've got the tree down, it's actually not terribly hard to like lop off some of the smaller branches and like okay. you know, strip the leaves off and. Um, and whatnot. So, like, you start you start gathering those. Um, you can only really carry so many, so you get like, also you get like ten or so. Okay. So um, the first one we're going to to tap into the 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 door wedge uh, between home base and um, what are we going to call this area? Home home base and the forest. I don't want to call it the forest because of the video game and that makes me nervous. Um. Do I have my notepad around? I think so. Like, I'm gonna need to start drawing a map here. Okay. Big notepad, here we go. Alright, friends, we're doing this. Um, uh, Ikoa says tree land. Okay. We named this land Treeland! Okay, so we got home base here. Wait, why am I doing this? We're online! Why am I drawing a bloody book? I could just bring up paint. I mean, honestly, I could just give you a blank page and do it in Roll20 if you want. Beck, yes. Thank you. Um. Breaks us between home base and B&Q. And Jerry the End. Alrighty, I'm, so... I'm also going to change it to not blisteringly white so we don't blind people. Thank you. You can see the glow coming back. Okay, so. So here we go. So this is. Uh, I can. I guess that's. I forget. Can you do text as a player? Uh, I don't know. Alright, so. So we'll just start that, that plane box. So that's. Um, this right here. That's home base. And this uh, is. If you hover room. over. Um, like the draw shape thing, it should pop up a little like menu that has other things in there, and oh, one cool. of them should be text. Yeah, right. I think you can do that as a player. So this is this is Big Forest. 
I think. Alright. Oh, Favor6 is asking if I have a flag, because otherwise I'm not allowed to claim it. Alright. Yeah, welcome to the art hour. Okay, this this isn't to scale, obviously. This is just like Emberlin's little scribbled notes. Yeah, so I'd like to to pop something in the door jam between home and forest. Okay. Uh, so that I can take back at least one of my daggers. Uh, now, do we want to keep the door to goose open? Because, I, I, like, what if... No, I think we do. So I'd like to take another one of the door jams and jam in the door between goose and home. Okay. Yeah, so you go over there. Um, as you approach the door, the, do the goose does kind of like raise its head, like it's just aware that you're there, but it's still just sitting in its little... Okay, but that does mean that we've got our two daggers back. Yep. Van der Beast's asking, what if the goose is loose? Then gods help us all. <laughs> then we're truly Um, the wraith. If the goose really wants to get us, it'll get us. We don't. We don't have a choice in this matter. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Lyris, uh, we've started to map our environment. We've brought down a tree, uh, and we're using pieces of the tree as door jams. So this allows us to kind of like build our <laughs> build our own maze, our own labyrinth. Okay. Um, while coming back from the goose door, I, I wave one of the door jams at the cat dragon to There's see if it's goose interested. Loose about this hoose. Oh, favor six. Hopefully, the goose is not loose about this hoose. Otherwise, we're. Fucked. Uh. Uh, but yeah, I take one of the door jams and I kind of wave it at the cat dragon as you might like a toy, like a. Uh, uh, do you want one? Do you want one? Yeah. Uh. Uh, roll an animal handling for me, which I know you don't know. <laughs> uh, animal handling six. Yeah, it just kind of cocks this at it. You like it's it's just observing you this entire time. <laughs> it it finds us curious. Okay, uh, Colin McCaps asking if Emberlin would know about uh, about Trents. Tr I guess Trients. Uh, probably fecking not. Okay, so. Uh, Emberlin takes like a just a, a little like five or ten minute rest just to to cool off and uh, stop being so bloody sweaty. Right. Do uh, uh, you do that in the uh, the lounge or do you go back out into the the forest? The forest uh, is a little bit cooler. Oh, we'll head out to the we'll head out to the forest. Just kind of stop. Breathe. Have a little sit down against one of against the the felled tree <laughs> we've got. Okay. And uh, after we've rested a little, uh, we're popping our armor back on. And yeah, I go. We're gonna leave uh, the pile of door stops by the main tree. We'll take one with us for the next door. Okay. Okay. Um, so you, you like you put your armor on, uh, and you like reach down to grab one of the the doorstops, um, and you look up, and a little little tiny dragon is still just sitting in the doorway, um, but then you see it like tense up and then scurry back into the room. 
I look around to see what the hell freaked it out. Uh, you turn around and immediately behind you, like less than a foot from your face, there is a roughly six foot tall, massive black beast, but its head is just the skull of like a saber toothed tiger. Um, and coming out of his back, there's all of these like almost smoky incorporeal tendrils. Um, I roll backwards off the log and try and make a fucking break for the door. <laughs> uh, so you take a step back and then booming in your head, you hear you have the stench of fire on you. Oh, I, I freeze. Having half fallen off, having half fallen off this fucking log, I freeze. Stand up very calmly and deliberately. Dust a little bit of the dirt off the armor. Attempt a, a subtle throat clearing that comes across more than a little nervous, like... <coughs> Emberlin Burns! Herald of the Queen of Embers! And you are... Bit... Like, tilt his head just a little bit and goes... So someone new has taken up the mantle. Interesting. Well, it wasn't so much taken up as it was uh, chosen for me, but uh, I don't hate it. Uh, it chuckles and then says, I mean the queen, not you. <laughs> uh, Emberlin lets out a nervous laugh, like someone, someone made a joke that they didn't get. Um... Well, well, yes. Um, I'm just, I'm just gonna ask now. Was this your tree? Do I need to apologise? No. Okay. Um, were you also trapped in this place? Unfortunately, yes. Well, what are your feelings on the Queen of Embers? Because I'll be honest with you. A friend wouldn't be a terrible thing right now, and if I can get me out, maybe I can get us out. Yes. I have not met your queen, although I do know the one that held the mantle before her. I'd love to hear about them. Did you serve them? Did you just know them? Uh, I, they are my kin. Um, easing off of the bow, uh, Emberlin just sits back down on the tree again and goes, So, your kin? Um, sorry, when whatever I was before I started serving the new Queen of Embers, I've no memory of it, so you'll have to forgive my, ig my ignorance on these matters. It just kind of... It slowly sits down and, like, now that it's sitting, because, you know, an animal, like, rolling animals sit, they kind of get taller. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this thing is towering, like, 12 feet above you. I'm just there, like, just kind of rocking back and forth. <laughs> I'm gonna die, messy. Yeah. Uh, I was unfortunately trapped in here. She promised me infinite hunting, and to some extent she was correct, but... It bores me. There's no challenge in these hunts. 
I can understand that. I, I look at I, I look the the beast up and down and go. Let's be honest. I wouldn't be much entertainment for you. No. I was frankly going to leave you alone until I caught your scent. I well, thank you. Um, I do need to tell you because I I I'm not in the business of lying and I'm not in the business of false hope. If we do get out of here, the world's pretty much underwater. There are still some some forested areas. There are still some some landmass, but the the hunt is very different. Uh, you get this like wash of kind of amused. Uh, it's like just amusement wash over you. Okay. Because a hunt is still a hunt. Well, I mean, uh, my queen tasked us with waking the old gods before we got trapped in this bloody maze. And I know at least one of them is very much into hunting. It cocks its head at you and goes, which of my kindred have you woken? Okay, friends, what was the name of the, the two gods that we've woken? Specifically the, the big murderous bat god, because I'm drawing a huge blank right now. If we've just found another old god, two for two! Sorry, three for three! Good maths. It's Carl and Batsy. AR. <laughs> this is this is how we get murdered in the maze. Um, uh, so far, um, we've spoken with and awoken uh, uh, Kamatra and Shahada. Uh, in fact, we got to fly with Shahada for a bit, and it was simultaneously incredible and, I won't lie to you, terrifying. Good. I'm glad Shahada has not given up. I saw them eat a leviathan like an afternoon snack. Uh, again, you get this wash of emotion of like just amusement wash over you and just, who do you think taught them to hunt? Well, if you, if you are indeed one of the old gods that I've been tasked with awaking, then, well, wonderful. Well, firstly, it's lovely to see you awake. Uh, awoken. Secondly, my queen has tasked me with getting you the bloody hell out of here. Thirdly, what is your name? I, I, I'd feel rude not knowing. Uh, they take a moment and go, it has been a long time since I have even had to use a name. Most just referred to me as the Hunt. But if you choose, if you wish to know my true name, it is Sakena. Sakena of the Hunt. That is an impressive name. <sighs> so, standing up with a surprising amount of calmness, once again, Emblem dusts themselves off having fallen on their ass earlier. And goes, well, Sir Kenner, I cannot promise you I have great powers in this realm, and I'll be very honest, I don't know how I'm going to get us out of here. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I have, I have one request of you. 
And if you'll forgive my my arrogance for asking. Um, please don't eat the little cat dragon thing. It's been real nice to me. And I, uh, it's too cute. Look at it. It's adorable. It's okay, cat dragon. You, you can come give a little wave. Uh, it like slowly peeks its head around the corner of the door. <laughs> uh, so Kenna looks at it and goes, Pseudo dragons are not exactly the best for hunting. Okay, okay. Oh. And I tell you, if we get you out of here, there. <sighs> it's partially my fault. The same trickster god that trapped you in here and trapped me in here has basically been playing me like a cheap children's toy. But I have started a lot of conflicts by accident. Uh, there is going to be a lot going on above the surface. So you certainly won't be bored when we get you out of here, that's for sure. Right. It, uh, it starts sniffing, which is odd considering that it doesn't really have a nose. It just has, like, the empty cavity of the, the skull. Um, and then it, like, stands and leans its head really close to you and takes in a big whiff. Yes. Did your queen give you a weapon? Yes, she did. Then I believe that is how you get me out of here. I unhook the axe, and I'm like, I mean, this is the this is the tool I was given. Um, honestly, I still don't know the full extent of what this thing can do. I say, turning it round in its hands, and I feel guilty for using this thing to make doorstops now, but survival is needs must. Um, it supposedly allows me to find your kin, and let me show you. I run my hand across the blade and speak the words in Infernal. Yeah. So you say seeking in Infernal. Seeking. Um, and like, it doesn't do anything, but yeah, you just get this like out of body experience where normally it would show you the direction to go towards the nearest old god. Yeah. Uh, but this one just pops your vision like out behind you and just like circles, um, circles the, the god of the hunt. And you notice like as it does this, from certain angles, like, it's borderline invisible. Um, and then your vision pops back into your head. Fucking yo! <laughs> it does that! Um, um, it's good. It is at least partially awakened. Kneel and hold it aloft. Alright. So I take a knee, and I hold it above with with a little bit of dramatic flair, let's be honest. Not quite I have the power, but real feckin' clothes. Yeah. It, uh, he sits and raises one of his paws up. And now that he does, you can see he just has these massive talons on his, on his paws. Um, like, we're talking, each one of his claws is like a foot long. I managed to like, stifle a meep. But I think it real fucking loud. Yeah. And like the inside of them is even like, uh, like serrated. Like it would just rend through flesh. Yeah, Alvis, um, serious danger beans. Uh, it puts its paw on the dagger and it speaks something in a language that hearing it 
like makes your vision go blurry. And like you feel a little queasy. Um, and then you just see it slowly kind of turn to smoke and the smoke then rushes into the blade. I calmly bring the axe down and look at it. Does anything happen? Um, you notice now, like, you have to hold it just right, but when you look at it, there's this, like, shadowy film over the whole weapon. So I turn it around in my hand and go, okay, Cicada, we'll do this as a team. I'm going to make it out of this place. Now I just got to work out how. Um, and also, I'd like to add that unless I say otherwise, I'm going to keep the axe, like, about. Kind of like, yeah. almost like a lantern, like I'm shining it in front of me. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> okay. friends, like, Emberlin's going to be treating the axe now like a gigantic Tamagotchi. Like... <laughs> Because what I don't want to do is go, hey, old god, and then jam it back in the sheath. Uh, that's how you get a big paw coming over your shoulder and being like, I'm sorry, what? Um, okay, so we're two rooms in. We've met, we've met an old god. I didn't get us killed. Can I, can I just, can I have some appreciation? I didn't get us all killed. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Wraith just adds yet uh, and Kisa will not give me any credit for not getting us kicked. Oh, caffeine come on ye squad of little faith just gonna get rid of that okay so I'm gonna pick up a couple of a couple of extra door wedges and let's go explore the door in the forest um uh, for those of you that were asking, like, uh, why did I believe in this one? How did he get trapped? At least what the old god said was that he got offered the infinite hunt. Which he got, but not in the way he wanted. That that smacks of tricks the god to me. Alright, so you're going to explore the other door in the... Yes. Okay. So you go up to it, and it's weird. It's just like... It looks like the door from the... The study... But it's just sticking up out of the ground. Okay. I'm just going to walk around the door once just to see, like, how? How? Yeah, like, the other side, it's basically the same, just, like, reversed, more or less. Huh. Um, the weird thing is, from this angle, you actually don't see hinges. So, like, it looks like you could probably open it either way. Huh. Interesting. Okay, so let's let's give it an open and let's let's have a look through door number two. All right, you open the door. Um, and it is a roughly ten by ten foot room made of like the same stone that the um, the goose room is made of. Okay. Um, in the middle of the room. Um, there is just a chest. It's like, I don't know, like two foot by two foot by like three foot or so. Like just a standard ass looking chest. 
What do you think, friends? You want to roll the dice on this one? Also, you can thank Captain Stephanie Barnes for this one. Ooh, okay. <laughs> um. Oh, Wraith makes a good point. No hinges means no door frame. That does make this a risky door to work with. Uh, no, there is like a door frame. It's just like now that you chose to open the door, like you turn the handle and you went to open it. Now the hinges are like they're these weird like mechanical hinges that kind of open up and like then hinge out. Hmm. Um, so there are hinges you can still put to the door open. Okay. Thing is, friends, we've got a gun. <laughs> what if we just shoot the box? See what happens. Because we've got the axe out here again, holding it like our little torch. We can just be like, eh. See what happens. Because we can do that from the door. Like, I'm not one to be overly cautious, but I do feel like we could we could have a bad time. Having a bad time. Having a bad time. Uh, Wraith was asking, how far away is the chest? Alright, so you said it was like a... Oh, no, that's the wrong colour. That's exactly the same colour as where we are. So let's get rid of those. Uh, Wraith was asking, how far away is the chest? Uh, it is dead centre in the middle of the room, so it's like five-ish feet away. Um, there is a door on the right-hand wall of this room. Uh, and you said the door was to the right. Yeah, so so far you've gone in a straight line, but now there's a door to the, the right. Kind of, as we're playing Build Your Own Maze. Um... I might actually have a... Oh, cool, like a little door token. Oh, I, feel... I should have made these bigger, shouldn't I? Yeah, I can resize. Actually, I just need to turn off snap to grid on this. Okay. Um, drawing my pistol, I take a shot at the chest. <laughs> okay. So you, you level your weapon. I'm not even going to make you roll for it because it's five feet away and you're like, taking your sweet time. Yeah. Um, you, you level your weapon at this door. At the door, sorry. As I'm trying to multi grid. It's no worry. Um, and you fire, and the chest gets hit with the bullet, uh, like slightly off center, and it kind of scooches back a tiny bit just from the impact. Uh, there's the splintering sound of wood as the bullet goes through it. Thirty-six bullets remaining. Right, you are. Um, I I look at the chest, and then I look around the room as if I'm expecting everything to start like bursting into flames. Nothing's happening. Alright. What do you do? Uh, tap in one of the, uh, the door wedges. Okay. And with the axe out and pistol ready, so tap in door wedge, draw pistol again. 
step into the room. All right, you step into the room, and you are now inside the room. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> okay, um, I walk over to the chest and I give it a tap with the with the with the axe blade, just like a little like a. Seems like it's made of wood. Like, takes about as much effort to scoot it as you think a chest of that size would take. Okay. The chest scooted when we shot it. I... <sighs> Lyra's like, don't let us lull you into a false sense of security and harmonious happy men null. Um, we're in a feckin' pocket dimension maze. So uh, to bring you up to speed, uh, we've been trapped by a trickster god. Uh, we started here. Uh, this room just has a goose in it. Uh, our starting room's kind of... Well, it wasn't officially our starting room, but it's what we decided to call home base. There's a hearth, a chair, writing desk. It seems to have been like the base of operations for a, a wizard who was trapped in here before us. Uh, this is a big old forest where we just met an old god, and I didn't get us killed, but no one's going to give me credit for not getting us killed, apparently. <laughs> And we've just walked into here, and in here, there is a single chest in a big grey stone square room. I shot the chest, and nothing happened. So now I'm nervous. Uh, but yeah, this room also has that weird thing where there's no torches or, like, anything, but it it is just illuminated. Okay. So yeah, uh, I was pushing the, uh, the chest with my axe to see if anything happened. Yep, oh, you, like, shove it, and it, it moves. Um, can you roll a... I guess it'll just be the intelligence check for me. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. My strongest suit. Uh, intelligence check. Here we go. 18! Uh, based on how much effort it takes to uh, move this chest, and, like, based on the kind of wood that it seems like, and given the, the metal fittings and everything, yeah. it seems like there's probably nothing in it. Like, just based on how much effort it takes to, to move it. Hmm. <laughs> yes, a roll of 18. We have deduced it is a chest. Um, I definitely drew this map too small. I'm sorry, dude. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> um, okay. Friends, I don't know what to do. Honestly, a part of me is like, let's just leave it. An empty chest in a big room, either it's just an empty chest and the wizard who was here before already cleaned it out, or there's something horrible in there waiting for us to open it as to be like the trigger point, if you will. <laughs> Dorchester says, can you make a 10-foot pole? <laughs> oh, God. It, see, the thing is, with the forest, we could just turn this into, like, tabletop Minecraft. There's no way this could work. Uh, there's no way this could fail, sorry. I mean, because it's obviously a terrible idea. Um... Ray says, what if we can get the goose into the chest? Immovable force meets unstoppable void. Uh... You know, they don't write bardic songs about people who make sensible choices. Gun still out. I use the axe to open the chest. Alright, you 
takes you a second to kind of fidget with the latch, and then you flip the lid open, and it falls backwards. Nothing happens. <laughs> so what you're telling me is that when Captain Stephanie Bard's head of House Valkyrie just psyched us out. Uh, you look in, and there is a piece of paper in there, and written on the piece of paper, yeah. make sure I get this correct, uh, in all caps, it just says, Mimic Check. <laughs> into laughter, the ridiculousness of it, the nerves, the, the stress, the tension, all just comes out in this full-body laugh. Oh, lordy, lordy. I pick up the mimic check note. Yeah, you, you now have a note that says mimic check on it. I, uh, I tuck it away. We'll be adding it to our, uh, our tome later. Okay. Uh, now, here's the question, friends. Because this has, like, a, a, a turn in the road, do we want to wedge these doors open to start building our maze, or do we want to, like, open and close out the forest? Like, a part of me wants to start locking this all together, but I, I'd really want to know your thoughts and feels on this one, because... Yeah. Uh, caffeine, we do still have the chalk. Uh, and Faber 6, the forest wa the forest room does have water. Uh, we haven't tried drinking it yet, so it might give us the, the horror poos, but it, there is water there. Wade still uh, wants to get the, the goose into the chest. No. Uh, the goose is too big to get in the chest. <laughs> the goose will wreck us. Um, also, you do know from what the, uh, the wizard wrote in... Uh, that book, like, just no matter how long you're here, it seems like you never get hungry. Yes. Like, we seem to be in almost like a, a weird stasis. But the thing is, time does pass in here. We know that because the god we've just spoken through, like, he was there. He taught the old gods how to hunt. That was a long-ass time ago. Well, Faber 6, I think we should keep the forest regardless, because one, it gives us a good space if we have to stay and fight, and it gives us... Uh, there's enough, like, trees and things to dodge around. Um, but yeah, also, it gives us a nice little fresh little spring where we can have, like, a little soak and think about our options. If we wanted to turn it into a bath, we've still got the ever-warm coal. Just throw it in there, leave it for a while, got yourself a nice, a nice bath. I mean, sucks to be the fish in there, if there are any, but that seems like a them problem, not an us problem. <laughs> oh, a little cool. fire animation just to, to mark that the room with the fireplace on it. Um, and for some reason, I don't actually own a goose token, so I can't give you a goose, unfortunately. It's like I don't even know you anymore. Can you import images? Yeah. Then you I was, grab I was actually just... Be goose do crime. Yeah. Actually, do I have my... Oh, I totally have this, never mind. Yeah, caffeine boiled fish dinner, lovely. 
Um, oh, that's right. I can't. I've uploaded too much stuff now that I have just a free account, so I can't upload anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, so Dorchus is saying that we should recycle unnecessary rooms. Like, if we're going to build our own labyrinth, that we should keep the stuff that we want. Um, does anyone have any thoughts or feels otherwise? Like, this is all of us together, um, and it's that whole thing of, like, if we build the maze large enough, then on the one hand, it gives us more room to move about, uh, but on the other, it does mean that if we need to run away, it's going to be much more difficult. Uh, Lyra says that if we recycle it, it will just come back in rotation. I mean, that's a good point. We've already, we already know that room. Um, oh yeah, and Dorchus, that's a very good point. We don't know if the room's reset. We did shoot a jar of cookies, didn't we? So if we see a smashed jar with a jar of, like, with cookies sprung across the floor, we know they don't reset. Okay. So the squad's saying remove it from the pool. Um... Uh, and Wraith, yeah, the, the forest door would be the one we'd want to be closing, or at least where we'd be fighting. So that gives it, basically, the forest kind of becomes our, like, battleground airlock. Alright, so uh, I'll just uh, move there. Okay, so we're going to be closing the, uh, we're going to be coming back out, pulling out the door jam, and closing the door onto the, uh, the mimic check. Yep. So, you can just leave that square there, probably, but anyway. Okay. So yeah, um, we head back into the forest room. Um, I don't know about you, friends, but if Baron has a new drink, that means we need to open a new door. So, uh, waiting a second, just waiting for the giggles to pass after being being <laughs> by the mimic check. Um, we open the door again. Alright. As I roll things. Doo -doo -doo. Oh, all right. This is weirdly appropriate. Uh, so you you open the door. Yeah. And there is a square room. Okay. Uh, it's a small, simply service furnished room. Uh, on the center, there is a table. On the table, there's a cookie jar. It's labeled, eat me to proceed. I've trained for this my whole life. This is the same room that you blasted before. Okay. Uh, what state is the what state is the aforementioned cookie jar in? Uh, it seems like it's untouched. Feck. And last time, opening fire on the cookies did not uh, improve the situation. Kisa, I assure you, if you were here, I'd just let you loose with it. <laughs> Kisa's like, give me the cookies, give me cookies, cookies. <laughs> Can I shoot the cookie jar again? <laughs> so, uh, no, uh, Lyris is correct. So this is something that we need to, to bear in mind. So if a room is completely disconnected, it resets. 
Uh, Dorches is saying that any room with danger that we deal with should remain open. And ultrazini has got a good point. We may end up manifesting all the rooms to find an exit. Uh, and Wraith, you're right. If there is a if a room has a quirk or something and we feck it up, there is a chance that we can reset it. But we don't know how many rooms there are in this labyrinth. Like, yes, we've gotten the cookie jar room twice, but... <sighs> okay. Tapping in one of the door jams, uh, I would like to explore the room. Just you said it was like a like a small furnished room. I'm just yeah. Gonna... So it seems like it's just like a little, like there's a small table and chairs. Um, there's like a little like hutch kind of thing. Okay, uh, I'd like to use investigation of the room. Just go over it, uh, see if anything is out of place or squishy or weird. Um, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Twelve. Um, no, it looks like this was, or like it's like basically just like a little like kitchenette kind of thing. Like the okay, the cabinet, like you open it and there's like plates and shit in there. Um, there's a there's like a layer of dust on everything, so it looks like it's been untouched for a while. Uh, and we can't see the the door out from here, can we? Uh, no, you can't. The door is on the opposite wall from the one you came in. So just again, on a straight line. Okay. Uh, but actually, with the twelve, you happen to have like checked, and the door is locked. Okay. I open the cookie jar with the axe and immediately stick the gun in. <laughs> okay. You flip open the lid. It goes toppling to the floor. Um, it's like an aluminum lid, so it's like... Or something equivalent. And it scatters on the ground and makes a huge racket. And you shove the gun in and crunch a cookie in half. <laughs> Uh, under my breath, I whisper, Don't you fucking move. They appear to be chocolate chip. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I pull the gun out of the cookie jar and step back, but I'm still leveling the pistol at the jar of cookies. It's basically turned into like Emberlyn Burns' Guy Ritchie movie, but instead of it being... And London gangster, it's a jar of cookies. <laughs> Look, AR, the god trapped in our act. Well, the god that's hitchhiking a ride in our acts can admonish me later. I'm just being careful for a change, right? Okay. I wait for two minutes. Gun level to the jar of cookies. Does anything happen? As you sit there for the first 30 seconds, and 60, and eventually two minutes, one of the cookies shifts because you crunched it, and now it's like finally slipped. <laughs> Upon the cookie shifting, I, cl I cock the hammer, <laughs> and then carefully uncock it. Tuck the gun away. Okay. All right. Uh, I take out one of the cookies and hold it in hand. Okay. Yeah, they're they're like standard cookie size. All right. I buzz it like a pog through the door that we just came in through. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me a strength check. <laughs> <laughs> Heck. 
Eight. Eight. All right, you lob it through the door, and it immediately explodes. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, it like it goes flying like a good 20, 30 feet into the other, into the for or into the, the other forest, uh, and then hits the ground and like crumples, just like regular cookie crumple. Yeah. All right. Like what we would expect to happen if you've lobbed a cookie. Uh, also, uh, Stepagen, thank you for gifting that to JP. And JP, what's up? Welcome to Memnon. I take another cookie from the cookie jar. All right. Uh, and I cast produce flame in hand. <laughs> I cast All Produce right. Flame on the cookie in my hand. <laughs> the cookie ignites and burns and smells really bad. But just like a cookie would if you were to burn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, 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 I dust the ashes of this now charred cookie onto the ground. Okay. Uh, friends, you know the, we've got... The room now just smells like burnt cookies. It's not particularly <laughs> pleasant. <laughs> As Will looks over his spells to see what else he can do. <laughs> okay. I don't think we should hex the jar of cookies. That seems like an ill-fated move. <sighs> yes, Band of Beast, you have, you have ascertained my true nature. All along, I was the cookie monster. Okay. Take a cookie out of jar, and I take a bite. All right, you take a bite and you chew, and what appeared to be chocolate chip was in fact raisin. <gasps> Betrayer! The room is suddenly filled with what you now recognize as Dolphin's laughter, just booming throughout the entire room. It dies down, and then you hear the door click and unlock. Amberlin Burns drops to their knees. <laughs> Looks up at the ceiling and screams, Is this just a sick game to you? Throws the cookie down. I will have my revenge! Emberlyn stays on their knees, staring at the ceiling for longer than is funny, before uh, standing up, dusting their knees off, uh, and taking another cookie out of the jar. <laughs> Good. I was going to say, for what it's worth, I actually really like raisin cookies. That's me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to leave this door open, so we proceed to uh, to open the next door. This time, instead of the pistol, I have a cookie in hand and the axe. Okay. <laughs> Making a great impression on this new guy that you found. <laughs> All right. So you go. Oops. So you got to open it. Um. Okay, let me read through this one, because this is a viewer submitted one, make sure I remember what it is. I read through them all once, but I should remind myself. It, it's been a while since we've done this. Um. Yeah, so you, you I, open I, the door. I forget to do insight checks. I'll do some insight checks. <laughs> All right. Um, you open the door, um, and it is a another kind of plain room. Uh, in the middle of it, there is a stone pedestal with a 
uh, like a, I don't know, like an eight by eight by eight square black box with a hole on one side. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, can I see the other door? Uh, just reading through. Uh, yeah, you can see the other door. Um, this one is on the uh, the left hand wall. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> okay. So it's just a black box on a pedestal. How big is mm -hmm. the hole? Um, it's it's most of the side of the box. Um, it's like there was like a one inch like border around the outside. Okay, uh, so tapping another door jam. Uh, so basically, I'm using like the 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 butt of the axe to just to make sure these things are feckin' wedged. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I take the oatmeal cookie and I throw it into the hole. Uh, as you as you approach the box. Um, you notice that, like, inside, despite this room having that same weird, eerie, like, everything is just illuminated, the inside of the box is completely pitch black. <laughs> um, you chuck the cookie into the box. Nothing seems to happen. <laughs> There's not presumably a cookie in the box. Wraith, no! That is how you have your your nearest and dearest removed from you directly. Um, I'm going to go over and try the door to see if it opens. So, sorry, it the is other locked. door. Yeah, I figured as much. The cookie is now in unimaginable pain. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying that the box from Dune is possibly the best thing to keep your snacks in. Oh, let me just put my hand in and... Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, apparently, yeah, the cookie is the chosen one. Alright. I take one of the coins out of my, my pouch. Uh, we'll take just a, just a copper. And I flick it into the box as hard as I can. It disappears into blackness. We don't hear a, a, a bouncing around. We don't hear like the, the clinkering of coins. Nope. God. Sorry, I had a very, very juvenile idea there, which I'm not going to do. Uh, we did literally just throw money away, though. Okay, I'm going to try um, rolling a bit of the old insight into this to see if I can glean what in the feckin' hell this box is. Uh, insight is more about people than... Oh, insight is people. Yeah, insight is like understanding someone's motivations or if they're okay. lying to you, that kind of thing. Wait, so how was I going to do an insight check on a jar of bloody cookies? Getting heckled here. 
Alright, uh, but uh, Lyris is correct. Uh, I'm, uh, do you mind if I roll investigation on this one? Because I want to see if I can work out anything from it. Yeah, go ahead. Seven! Oh, good! So yeah, you like circle the box, and like you notice no matter what angle you're at or how close to the box you get, once the light or anything crushes the threshold of that box, it is just pitch blackness. Even with your magical, like, I can see through your darkness spell eyes, nothing. Okay, Dorchus is suggesting the old poker stick. Do you know what we've got? Because we've still got some thread. Some tiny wire. Oh, uh, no, actually, no, that's more wire. Uh, we do... Uh, we've got some rope. That might be a bit... <laughs> Insight investigation. Doesn't matter. Apparently, I'm not listening. All right, I'm going to try and get better at that. Lyris, Dorchus, I'm very sorry. Dorchusini's oh, like, do not put any part of your body into that box. Tell that to Wraith! I'm just reading up, and I apparently missed uh, how the cookies are people. <laughs> In which case, I burnt one of them screaming, so go Will. Uh... Alright. Okay. I've got an idea. I'm going to head back to the forest. I'm going to go grab a, just a snap a branch off the tree that we uh, were downed. And okay. trundle back and just jam it in. Hold it there for a, a, about a, a second or two and then put it out to see what happens. Okay. So you jam it in. Um, and you actually... You notice you jam it in farther than it should be able to go. <laughs> Sounds like a friend of mine. <laughs> uh, other than that, nothing seems to happen. Wraith, you're killing me over here! I am try- Sir, this is a game of Dungeons and or Dragons. I am trying to play a character. You cannot mention the death fuck box whilst I am trying to maintain my character. Also, you can thank Lizzie for this one. The fuck box of death. A Lizzie special. Oh, God. Um, all she's asking, did I get the whole stick back? Like, did the whole thing come back? Yeah, you pull it out and the whole stick's there. Uh, okay, so I'm going to do Dorch's suggestion. So I'm going to put the stick back in and then wrap it around like a kid with a cowbell. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you hit the sides of the box, but other than that, nothing happens. Also, it's really funny because I actually did have people name these rooms. You have to tell us the names after. Like, once we've drawn a... Once we've, we've formed our own map... Okay, friends, you all know what we've got to do. We're just going to stick a bloody hand in there. This is some, like, Yongabar nonsense. Although the Yongabar was the little needle, not the box, but that's not the point! <sighs> oh, yeah, um, uh, I'm going to try and pick the box up. Um, see what's something with on her description. Uh, 
And is it about to be mischief o'clock? <laughs> Sorry, while you're reading, I just saw Alna saying, um, actually, the gumja bar was the needle. Uh, I say, as my witch mother stabs me repeatedly in the neck with the death needle. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you go to pick it up, um, and it's fucking heavy. Like, it feels like it's made out of, like, solid stone or something. Um, but yeah, you can, like, pick it up for more or less. So we have an infinite hole, lol, in a heavy stone box that we can carry. Like, I feel, I feel, okay, there's shenanigans here. Uh, so, Dorchus, we did find the other door, but it's currently locked. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Clank's idea. I think we should put this thing in the river. <laughs> uh, unless anyone else would like to, uh, to put forward another suggestion. Ah, Nightbot doing his job. Yeah. Um... So I, I, I do have a feeling that whatever we need to progress is in there. It's just what will it cost us? Uh, Lyris is in reaching while your hand is on fire. I mean that could work, but. One of the things that um, Baron was saying is that all light dissipates once it gets into the space. Like, it is not good! Georges does say we could always close the door and roll in your room. No, okay, look at it. We are a smart, attractive bunch of Mother Hubbards. We can work our way through this. Okay. <laughs> Taking the stone box. I waddle over back towards the lake in the forest room. <laughs> Sorry, the river in the forest room. Okay. <clears throat> As you uh, pass the threshold of the door, the box disappears from your hands. You look back and it's back on the pedestal. I turn around, but with the same like labored waddling walk that I was doing whilst I was trying to carry this thing, and then I look at the box. You did that on purpose! <laughs> does the box uh, as answer, I, I forget who even said it. Uh, the box... It does feel cold to the touch. It is like stone or something, but it, it seems heavier than even if the box was like made out of that. <sighs> uh, Ray's asking, did the, the cookie or the coin come back? No. Piss. Just wasting cookies now. Yeah. But we do have a whole jar of them in the other room, so... <laughs> okay. Um, once again, using the, the nonsense way, I 
flip the box over to try and look at the underside of it. Are you flip, like trying to look at the underside, or are you flipping it over to try to get the cookies and coin back out? Because I'm saying that's both those suggested. Um, okay, first to try and get the cookies and coins out. Okay. You turn it over and rattle around, um, but you don't hear anything rattling, and when you flip it back over, nothing has come out. Piss. Alright. Friends, you know what we've got to do. We've got to stick a bloody hand in there. But it didn't eat the twig. Emberlin tries one more time to run away with the box. Okay. Uh, same thing. You like the second that the box hits the threshold of the door, it just poof, disappears out of your hands and is back on the pedestal. Okay. Um, Emberlin stamps their foot as uh, as a frustrated child might and stomped back over to the box and looks at it. Stop it! Um, Emberlin using produce flame sets fire to the front end of the twig. Okay. And then jams the twig back in. The second that the uh, the fire goes into the, the blackness, like all the light that it was emitting is just swallowed by the blackness. You can't see the end of the stick anymore. Okay. I pull the stick out. Still seems to be on fire. Oh. Blow the stick out. Right. Uh, so swapping the uh, swapping the axe with the god in to our main hand, uh, Emberlin rolls up their sleeve, removing any kind of like uh, glove jewelry or otherwise. And yeah. with the tep with the trepidation about someone who's about to like grasp a handful of bees, slowly puts their hand into the box. Okay, you stick your hand in the box. Would you please roll me an arcana check? Ah, oh, fuck everything. Should I forget, do you actually know your arcana? Uh, we know it's not special. <laughs> right, no. I tried to stay in character! We are not proficient in arcana, okay. I roll an 11. Let me finish reading through all this. Um, Shit. <laughs> Find your own maze, and you can do whatever you want to your mysterious glory box or whatever. Alright. Um, and then can you roll me a d10? Just a d10? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. The bed. So it's R1d10. Seven? Oh, giggle it up, Lizzie. Giggle it up. Um, uh, you feel something like 
crawling over your hand and suddenly there's a stabbing pain in the back of your hand that shoots up your arm. Ah! Uh, you suddenly recall... Wait, I'm just going to read this verbatim. Um, you find yourself remembering uh, a distant memory of being a pirate ship sailing the open seas. Your clothes are much plainer and more raggedy, uh, more poor. Emberlin hears... Uh, chatter around himself without his fellow crew members. It's a clear, sunny day. Wind blowing their hair in the wind. They feel a strong sense of accomplishment in something. They feel happy, uh, at least, uh, at least I'm looking forward to finding the treasure that's just around the corner, almost as if the treasure is important to them for some reason. They've got a mop in their hand, and it seems that they're swabbing the deck. You pull your hand out, and there's just no marks on your hand. And then you hear the door click. Emberlin is is taken aback. The the the, the flood of memories. Emberlin's Emberlin's never really had old memories before, and this this kind of throws them for a loop a little bit. They just look down at their hand, like turning it over as if Maybe there's some mark or something that's going to tell them what the hell they just experienced. No, like, as far as you can tell, your hand is, like, completely... And despite, you know you felt, like, a sharp stabbing pain dead center in your hand, but... Nothing. Like, yeah, there's no mark, there's not even, like, a... Um... Emily rubs their hand, like, absent-mindedly, as if to, to nurse a wound that isn't there. I... Emberlin puts their hand back in the box. Okay. You stick your hand in the box. You wait. You wait. But nothing seems to happen. <laughs> right. I wonder what kind of memory the cookie was given. <laughs> the cookie was a great warrior on the battlefields. <laughs> Emberlin heads back to the hearth home just to check in on the cat dragon. Yeah, it's um, it seems to have gotten bored of uh, sitting at the door, so it's now curled back up in front of the uh, the fireplace. And he's walking and kind of like perks his head up and kind of like chirps at you. Placing the the axe like placing the axe uh, on its uh, on its stub next to the wall near the fire, so it's not to catch it on fire. Um, Evelyn just sits down next to the cat dragon, like doesn't try and reach out or cuddle it, and just just kind of looks in the fire for a little bit. Like friends, this this shakes them. I mean, it would be silly. I mean, Amberlynn was never a pirate, but then what if they were? What if this is a slight snippet of who they were? Or maybe this is a, a, a memory at random thrown into us or a, a snippet of a story. But this, this shakes Amberlynn for the first time. They've always been content. Like, they didn't have any memory before, but they've always had purpose. They've always had the, the Queen of Embers just hurtling them from one flavor of chaos to another. But... Like, this is a memory unfamiliar and yet so 
tactile. And this throws him. This throws him. Okay. Next maneuver. So, I feel that, like, Emberlin would probably stay in, like, the home base for at least, like, a couple of hours or so. Just, just kind of trying to get their feet back under him. Like, if, if the cat dragon comes past, they do that thing where they kind of, like, absentmindedly try to pet it. And I imagine, despite being adorable, the cat dragon does that thing where it kind of goes under any attempts to get pet. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, so you're sitting there for a couple hours, and you're finally kind of snapped out of it by, you hear a tapping sound. Oh. And you look up, and and the little tiny, uh, you now know as a pseudo-dragon, um, is just tapping the treat box with like one of its little one of its little feeties <laughs> okay um kind of like coming back to reality Emblem heads up uh, takes one of the treats out of the treat box and looks at it and goes can you sit it kind of squints at you and then sits <gasps> yes best uh we throw the treat up just a little bit so it can try and catch it yeah, so you throw it up, and it actually it hops up and like spreads its little wings and grabs it with its with its uh, talons, uh, and like flies over to the top of the, the hearth and then starts munching on it. It's so fucking cute. All right. Uh, yes, it does. It does have a little stinger on the end of its tail. <laughs> right. We'll we'll pop that on there. Okay. So the cat dragon. Sorry, the pseudo dragon is happily munching on that one. Okay. Give it a big shake off. Big shake off. Right. Still gotta get out of this pissing maze. I was like, Dorch's. No, it is a cat dragon, Baron. We've discussed this. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, it doesn't matter what the old god says. It's a it's a cat dragon. Uh, and sorry, Watto. Um, we're just about to continue exploring the uh, the ever shifting maze. So we we head back to the memory room. Um I, I grab another couple of, of door jams on the way over. Okay. Um, and, yeah. We've, we've, okay. We're back. We're renewed. I take the uh, the god axe now. Um, okay, so sorry. Quick catch up. Uh, we are trapped in a pocket dimension maze. Uh, we met one of the old gods who is essentially... One of the old gods who wants out. Uh, and they are currently hitchhiking a ride in our axe. So we're using the axe basically kind of like a lantern, so they can see where they're going. I don't know if this is necessary, but it feels respectful. Um, in this room, where we met the god, was a big forest. And so we've carved up a bunch of door jams, so that we can keep the doors open as we're going through the maze. Because with this particular maze, when you open a door, uh, a room at random is thrown in front of us. And each time we close and open the door, it changes. So long as the doors stay open, we're okay. Um, For the record, this uh, this concept was actually based roughly on a Sci-Fi Channel original series back when those were really good. Okay. Yeah. I watched it when I was like seven, and it kind of fucked me up. So. So you're just working through some shit with us right now. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so yes, we encountered the forest here. Uh, in this room was a sinister jar of cookies. That while they appeared to be chocolate chip to all intents and purposes, they were in fact dramatic pause, oatmeal and raisin, which I actually don't mind. I mean, 
I, I, I'm going to go chocolate chip and choice, but oatmeal raisin's good. It's not bad. Okay, but hear me out. Oatmeal raisin as a breakfast cookie. Ooh, yes. Because chocolate chip's just too much sugar in the morning. Yeah, but like oatmeal raisin is nice. Like it's it's hearty. It'll get you going. <laughs> Sorry, Wraith, just adding. They can't wait for the Lex the Dark Zone session of Memphis. I was actually not allowed to watch Lex uh, growing up. <laughs> I should go back and rewatch that. It probably did not age well, but I'm curious. Uh, yes, as Moose called it, the trust issues room. Then we came in here. Uh, TLDR, despite all our jiggery pokery, um, this was a box with a hole in that gave us a that gave us a memory, and so we we had to kind of recover from that. But now we're ready to continue. So, axe ahead. Uh, we don't have the pistol out this time, so it's just like axe in this hand and. We just go to open the door here. Okay. Uh, you open the door. And lost my notes. Um, of course, I scrolled too far away. <laughs> um, where is it? Um, uh, so you you open the door. Uh, the it's another like. 30 by 30 square room. Okay. Um, in the center, there is a pedestal with what appears to be like a crystal ball, like half embedded in the top. Okay. Um, and then written on uh, the right hand wall in what appears to be blood, you think? Because uh, it's that like old, like black, like. Yeah. Color the blood turns when it's been there a while. Uh, is written half truths, half truths seed the deepest fears. Oh, people. So not only do we know that it's possible that the thing that we got shown is half true, but also we've got to ponder an orb. Oh man, I wasn't ready to start pondering my orb just yet. Uh, Dorch just says, I was asking if you could repeat that. Uh, repeat the phrase? Yes. It's half-truths seed the deepest fears. <laughs> no, Stevagen. If I open one of these rooms and it's full of shark, I'm closing that door the fuck right again. Uh, Alice, I know all the cool kids are pondering their orbs, but that's like... Orb ponderings like TikTok. Like, I just, I don't understand it. I actually do, and I think it's very funny. Um, okay. Okay, so... Uh, I'd like to do an Arcana check on the orb, please. Okay. 14. 14. Um, so, you kind of walk up to the orb, um, and yeah, there's like runes uh, around the outside. Yeah. And then there's two, like, very, very obvious, um, like, handprints on either side of the orb. Oh, uh, so it's meant to... Uh, are they runes I can read? Um, what languages do you speak? Uh, I can speak... I should have read Uh, no. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, it's pretty obvious what we've got to do on this one. 
Taking the ink and quill from my um, pouch, I draw... No, sorry. Taking the ink from my pouch, uh, I pour it onto one palm. And on the front of the orb, I splat it down. Wiping the residue of the ink on my uh, on my leather pants. I then proceed to scratch out one little eye and a second little eye. And then a smiley face. Not unlike the beach ball from the seminal works uh, of Tom Hanks. <laughs> you, you do this and nothing seems to happen. <laughs> uh, sorry, as an aside, um, in the last time I went to the supermarket... Uh, you know, they have, like, the leftover stuff from Christmas that nobody bought. There's usually yeah. kind of, like, in the downstairs area. Um, they had multiple uh, Wilson volleyballs. Like, pre-painted from... What was it Castaway? Was that? Yeah. And I'm just like, what a bizarre thing to put on sale for Christmas. Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. I've never even seen the movie, but I, I know the reference, and that's really weird. Yeah. Okay. Also, somebody pointed out, um, like, if you look at Tom Hanks's uh, filmography or whatever, yeah. um, never travel anywhere with Tom Hanks. Oh, it's a terrible Almost idea. all of his movies are about him traveling somewhere and then shit going sideways. Like, don't go with him to the arcade. Don't go with him on a fishing trip. Don't go with him on a plane. Um, <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Don't go with him to Seattle. Um, okay, so friends, it's we're gonna uh, considering the last room. I'm just gonna accept our fate. And having cleaned off my hand, having cleaned off my hand, Emberlin places both hands in the obvious slots on either side of the orb. Alright, so you like square up your feet and you put your hands down. Um, the the runes going from like the the one on your left hand, they go like top around to the other one, and then from your right hand they simultaneously go from the bottom down to your left hand, and they light up. Um, and then your vision is just like taken away from you. Uh, you are suddenly transported to a bunch of, uh, like, the Tordo Paladins. They seem like they're the uh, order that Sharsi used to belong to. Yeah. Got, like, the iron shells. Um, walking down a street, uh, it's a fairly crowded street. There are, like, people are just, like, moving out of their way because you don't want to fuck with, like, a small battalion of Tordo Paladins that seem to be on a mission. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, they walk up, and you see, standing in the middle of the street, you see Mina standing there with her arms crossed. Um, the turtle that appears to be in charge goes, Out of the way, we are here to claim this island in the name of the Emerald Shield. The world has fallen into chaos because everyone's faith is not strong enough and the gods have turned their backs on us. We are here to change that. And she goes, Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> Me no! As one of the leaders of the Golden Wake, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Uh, this is kind of kind of my island, and if you don't go, things will get very bad for you. And he goes, 
he looks around, and there's no one obviously like there that's weapon or like armed. And he goes, "What is a little girl like you going to do about it?" He goes, <laughs> "Oh, quite simple." Uh, and she casts a spell uh, that you, I think, no, I recognize. Double check. Yeah. So you see her cast thaumaturgy. Nice. And just in this booming voice, she screams, Havoc! And then suddenly, over half of the crowd starts transforming into, like, werebears, werewolves, were like, pick a were thing, and they all start transforming. And she smiles, and you just see her, uh, like, her canines start to grow. Uh, your vision cuts away, uh, and you see two, um, Dragonborn in like full plate uh, jet black armor. They're both kneeling down beneath just this like infinite black and buff and you hear this booming voice say if the rumors are in fact true find him and bring him to me and the Dragonborn go it will be done and they stand and they turn and they walk out um your vision then cuts to um, uh, Sharsu and Hex. Uh, Sharsu is actually flying the your ship. Okay. Um, very fast. Very, very fast. Um, and your vision kind of pans over, and they're being chased by a fucking leviathan. No, um, buddies! And then... Yeah, you hear Sharsu say, like, I'm pretty sure it's gaining on us. And Hex is like... Okay, I think I've got a plan. Do you trust me? He's like, yeah, I, I, of course I trust you. Like, but what? Buddy. What is the plan? And you see Hex go fists, and he turns um, toothy into the fist boxing. He goes something stupid like Emberlin would do, and he runs and jumps off the back of the ship. And you see the Leviathan fly up and snap his mouth closed around Hex. No, I mean, stupid is our mo, but buddy. If anyone can punch their way out of a leviathan, it is Hex. But still! Oh. And you just see Sharsu just like... Uh, wh what? And then it cuts away. Um, sorry, I need to check my notes. I think there's a fourth. Um... Um, you, your vision now snaps into a cell and you see um, lying curled up like they look incredibly um, malnourished and like they're wearing just rags it looks like they've been beaten a bunch um, you see the priest that you talked to in like the very first episode oh no um, and you, you hear the door open and he like instinctively like curls up into the the corner. He goes, no, please, I've told you everything I know about the... Please, I don't know... The no, you're hiding something heretic as somebody steps into the room, and then your vision snaps back to this room, and, like, the runes diminish. Um, and then on the wall uh, to... No, directly across from the other door, a door just appears. Oh. What was it it said? Half-truths. Oh, what was it? 
Seed the deepest fears. Half truths seed the deepest fears. No. When we get back, we're gonna teach Emberlin at Emberlin. We're gonna teach Hex, uh, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> it's okay for us to be dumb and stupid. <sighs> Those things have not yet come to pass. Perhaps. Perhaps. All we can do is progress. I think this is another room we should leave in rotation. I think we should leave. I think we should build this one through. So. Whew. We know there's nothing we can do right now. We can't help Hex or the rest until we get out. So we've just got to focus. Uh, and Moose, if Hex does kill that thing from the inside out. That's our little buddy. So proud of him. I mean, he's a full on guild member now. He's a guild member, he's a champion. He saved our ass more times than we've saved his. <sighs> Indeed, or Dorchus, the orb shows many things. Things that are. Things that were. And some things that completely, absolutely lied. And you're just gonna have to ignore because you're in the labyrinth of a trickster god. They already got us with, you know, feeling things and memories. So, yeah, um, we progressed to the next door. Uh, give it an open and a look. And yeah, Toothy's going to get a very big meal. Seafood. Um, Alright, so you open the door. Um, and you think you actually recognize this place? Uh, it appears to be a nighttime street in Tajema. Huh. Like a big old street, or...? Yeah, like it's one of the like the side streets that you like you happen to go down. Huh. Alright, I tap in another door jam. Like, how, how big are we talking here? Um, we're talking like a couple hundred feet long. Like, there's there's a bunch of, um... There's a bunch of, like, shops and stuff that are all closed and, like, locked up on either side. Alright, um, well, so friends... The moon the, is out. The box isn't to, to scale, but just to... Yeah. Just like with the forest room, is much, much bigger than it is. But we just need something to, to represent um, it on our little map. But yeah, down at the, the far end, you see um, another door just sticking up out of the ground. Okay. So yeah, alright. Tapping in the door jam. Let's let's have a little explore. I'd like to like investigate the streets. Like, you know, maybe try a couple of the, the other door fronts, if there, uh, any of the other shop fronts, if they're already... Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a poke around in this room before we continue. Okay. So yeah, you go and like all the doors, all the shops seem to be closed, um, and like the doors are locked. Looking in, it looks like they're all abandoned. There's nobody inside. Um, like you don't check every single one, but like mm -hmm. after like two or three, like okay, these are all these are all locked. Okay. Side street to Gemma. God, I could go for some street meat right about now, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. <laughs> you said the uh, the shop fronts that we looked in, they were abandoned, like there's nothing in there, right? Yeah, it looks like they're all just like deserted. Okay. 
Uh, Lyris, you know what? It Feel free to share it, uh, because either Baron will come up with the idea of his own volition, um, uh, or not. But, I, I, you know, we, the ditizens of Emberlyn Burns' psyche, should, uh, should share information freely. Wraith, no. Um. Okay, so whilst um, the, the the rest of the crew are deciding what to, to do with this room, again, we're going to walk on over to the other door that's popping up, just do a quick once round it, just like... Uh, I mean, can I do an investigation in this area? Just um, So as you walk towards the door, you get about uh, halfway to it. Peoples. Um, and suddenly... The room is filled with music. What kind of music? Uh, can you do a, a perception check for me? Fuck yeah. Uh, I can also uh, change the soundtrack to, to meet the tune if we need to be. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. It's over here. Okay, so. Uh, perception. 17. Where the fuck was that when I needed it? <laughs> Um, so at this point you with the the dc 17 or with the 17 you notice a uh you're pretty sure because you're like looking up like trying to listen like wait is the sky painted the sky is painted okay that's not actually the sky and then you you start to listen to the music and you're like oh this i recognize the song this is um, it's by that that one really famous uh, musician, and you start to hear lyrics, and it starts going. Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down. And uh, yeah, congrats! You now get a minus D four uh, on your next skill check for getting Rickrolled. Alright, that's it. Uh, thank you for coming to Memory Equals Null. It's been a good session. Uh, I'm just going to throw myself off the balcony. I can't believe you've done this! You can thank Cop One Cap for that. Come! Can't believe you've fucking done this. Oh. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. I'm like, it's a gem of No, I, I read through that one. I'm like, I I hate it, but I have to. Because if I got fake Rickrolled by this suggestion, so do all of you. That does also mean that Rick Astley exists in this universe. <laughs> uh, he's a great composer in this universe. Okay. Richard Ashley. Richard Ashley, bardic, bardic legend and composer. <laughs> Sorry, just Wraith with Roll20 watching this and thinking, thank God we got detached from this bullshit. <laughs> oh, uh, Lyris is asking, what was the uh, the roll penalty again? Um, you know, minus 1d4 on the next skill, uh, on the next skill check. With a resigned and deep lingering sigh, 
Emberlin trudges towards the next door, knowing that no act of aggression, no lashing out, no fire, no gunshot can truly make up for how we just got played by a trickster god. And we continue to the next door. Um, so yeah, you get to the door right as about the song ends, and then you notice the song just starts over again. <laughs> You know what? No, no, we're not keeping this in rotation. Before before reaching the door handle, Emily just goes, no, 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 to no one in particular. Walks back, angrily stomping towards the door, pulls the door jam out and slams the door behind him. <laughs> they stand in the quiet of the orb room for a moment or two. And then despite every instinct, despite every attempt... They start kind of going. Fuck! Damn it! <laughs> Both. <laughs> Emblin turns on heel and reopens the door in the orb room. Okay. Um. I'll, I'll roll your brick, you bastards. <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry, thank you for the bits. Actually, the goose is still over here in this room. The goose gets very aggressive when we try and go in, but doesn't seem to care too much if we're not messing with them, so we've left the goose room in rotation. Uh, basically, we've been using wooden door jams to keep the doors open. Um, yeah, you just, like, hacked up branches and are, like, yeah. shoving them in the, way, the yeah, door just, to keep them open. Well, we're using, like, the, the, the hilt of the axe to jam them in proper. I, uh... Just so that a, a light breeze doesn't leave us stranded forever. Conk the cap, I can't believe you've done this. Yes, at your favourite six, you're correct. I will, in fact, give him up, and I have let him down. That's, right. that's the tweet later. Okay. So, you, you open the door, uh, and it is a 20 by 20... Again, like this gray stone, like perfectly crafted, like perfectly square um, stones room. It again okay. has that weird, like, um, that weird light that just is. Yeah. Uh, you don't see another door right away, but then you notice on the ground, like right in front of the doorway, in front of the door frame, somebody's drawn um, like a chalk line that goes out. And then over to one of the walls. And then all the way up the wall. And then like halfway to the ceiling. And in the middle of the room, in the middle of the ceiling, there's a door. Huh. Okay. Interesting got ourselves a Stanley Parable kind of room. Uh, a, a screwy gravity nonsense. <laughs> Wraith with, well that's just poorly designed. <laughs> Who puts a door in the ceiling? To quote the young ones, we did have a door in our last place. We just nailed to the ceiling. Which I had to do. Because I was drunk. Alright, we tap the door jam in, 
Hang on, I gotta, I gotta do the bit. Gotta do the bit. <laughs> Alright, bear with me a second. Also, for what's worth, I've actually never played the Stanley Parable. It is very good, but there is the Ultra Deluxe Remix coming out. Yeah. Okay. So. Tapping in the door jam. We square up our shoulders. We hold the axe this time in front of us, but with both hands. And we begin to follow the line. All right. So you step into the room and it goes about halfway. You turn to your right and you walk over to the wall and then there's a wall there. I try and follow the line by walking up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, this will never work. And then the second you put your foot on the wall, suddenly, yeah, that's down. <laughs> I keep following. Okay, you like stumble a bit. Like, okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> All right, <sighs> and you keep going. And you get to the next one, and this time you're ready for it. So you put your foot on what is now the ceiling, and ah, that's now the floor. And then you you go, and the door is just there in front of you on the floor. I look at the door very quizzically, while weirdly still tapping my foot. I take a step to the right off the line. And you're, you're still just standing there. Okay, cool. I take a step back. I'm going to trance it. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Stanley. You can you can go now. <laughs> um. <laughs> Why do you not put up with me? I am a nerd. I'm a nonsense merchant. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Lyra's. I was fully expecting to just fall when I stepped off the line. Ah. <sighs> Now, Wraith is asking, is the door still where we can see it, or did the room reorient? Like, have we walked up around the ceiling, or did the, the room shift? Uh, yeah, no, like, if you look... So now you're basically... Let's see, how would that be? So yeah, now down to your... If I'm doing this correctly in my head. Down to your, like, upper right, or down, upper right, there is now, like, the door you came in. Okay. Uh, before we open the door... Uh, I buzz a coin at the uh, at the open door that we just came through. Yeah. yeah, you do, and like the second it hits the surface there, it bounces and then sticks there. Okay. I've got to stop throwing these copper coins around, but uh, it's important. I mean, go back and get it if you want. It's, it's a copper. You know, we're, we're Embel and Burns, you know, we make platinum. It, it costs us more money to stop and pick up a copper. Okay. Um, once again, we uh, we open the new door. All right. Um, you open the room, and it's yet another, like, just box room. Um, the door is on the opposite side. 
Uh, and in the center... Uh, hold on, let me make sure I read this correctly. This is made by somebody else, so I don't have someone memorized. For the record, I am going to send that clip to the people working on the Stanley Parable Redux because that made me laugh so much. Okay, so uh, on the floor there is a like a pattern of tiles. Okay. Um, and there is a pattern of tiles above and just to the right of the opposite door. Okay. And above the door, there's this like glowing, like clearly some kind of spell uh, number that says two zero colon zero zero. Huh. Okay, so again, there's runes on the floor and the ceiling, was it? Uh, and there's some next to the, the numbers. There's like a smaller, looks like much of the same symbols on the floor, uh, but they're like smaller and next to the door. Okay. Are the ones on the, the floor and the ceiling mirrored? Um, they're not exactly mirrored. Um, so it's like... Yeah, let me... Grab my... Yeah, where's the thing? Yep. Uh, I just keep going. So on the floor, it's... I'm just going to do this like down over here. It's like... Yeah. Again, they're just like tiles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're, actually, we're actually gonna have to use our fucking brains for this one. I would draw this with my pen, but my pen is dead right now, so. Uh -oh. yeah. So that's. That's the floor. Like the door is here, uh, and your other door is here. Um, and then on the next to the door, like up of and to the right of the door, mm -hmm. um, it's. Uh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Sorry, I need to zoom out. All right. Okay. So. Floor and door. Sorry, just Wraith adding. Remember when all we had to worry about was a box with a hole in? Okay. And the, the big two zero zero zero. Yeah. Yeah, does that not feel to you lot like a feckin' timer or something? I'm not good with timers, I'm good with distractions. I'm good at being and providing distractions. I feel like you need that on a business card like Will Overguard, provider of distractions. <laughs> 
both the cause of and victim to many distractions. Ultrazini was saying they wouldn't be surprised if this was the Goddess of Trickery's watch. That would be feckin' fun. Yeah, we're basically just her little smartwatch right now. Yeah, Vanderbeast, we know everything goes through the square slot. Um, I... I'm not going to take a step in yet. I'm going to take the, again, the hilt, the axe, and just kind of like tap the floor a couple times with it. Okay, tap the floor, nothing seems to happen. Okay. Yeah, Wraith, apparently we are getting to the crystal maze portion of the maze. Okay. I don't know why, friends, this room's giving me the heebie-jeebies. Well, you can take Heldor for that. Oh, no. See, now you've told me somebody made it, because my, my instinct right now, I won't lie, is to close the bloody door and do another one. And now I'm just like, ah, oh, Heldor spent time on it. I mean, it's... What's the opposite of metagaming? You know, metagaming where you use knowledge from outside the game to, like, min-max your suggestions or to, like, succeed in victory. This is the opposite of that. We're using knowledge from outside the game to make our life far more difficult than it needs to be. Oh. <laughs> well, as you went with guilt trip, I was going to say gaslighting. But... <laughs> just says playing the game all right all right so okay um sorry friend it's uh it's hard can i zoom out enough so you can see that no oh because it's because oh, it snaps the right side all right let's see how much i can show you okay so you can, can see with like the Alright, if you can drag that across, that would be great. Thank you, thank you. Alright, so this is what um, this is what we can see. That's the floor, that's the door. Uh, the door also has the timer. So it's... I mean, at its basic point, it does seem to be like a, a puzzle matchy styly. Oh, no, Wraith, you're right. We're doing this in GDQ fashion, so we're manipulating the rooms for the fastest run-through, of course. <laughs> Somehow I don't think D&D speedruns are going to take off. How fast can you kill Tiamat? <laughs> Lizzie's like, wait, what if we just walk across the room and open the door? You know what? Maybe we're overstressing this. All right, so... <laughs> what if the door is already unlocked and you just think you need to solve a puzzle? You know what? Uh, Lyris, obviously, thank you, the 200 bits. You and Lizzie are kind of on the same point that we've been tripped and played with and fecked around. Alright, so we tap in the door jam and walk across the floor to the door. Alright, the second that your foot hits the tile, uh, the counter starts going down, so now it's, you know, 19, 59. Uh, piss! Alright, friends, on deck. Uh, are we doing this? Uh, are you timing us for realsies? Uh, not for realsies. Like, I'm not actually gonna time 20 minutes for this puzzle, but I will give you 
periodic updates as to when I think it has, how long this has taken you in game. Okay, firstly, we cheese it over to the door and try the door. Okay, door is locked. Okay, uh, on the floor, I try stepping on the hexagon. Does that change anything? No. Piss. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's worth a try. Lyris, it's worth a try. Lizzie, it's worth a try. Uh, okay, I run over to the diamond and stamp on it. Uh, you run for the diamond, and one of the diamonds over the door lights up. Ooh. Like, kind of glows faintly. Okay. But the door has a different combination, so I stamp on the diamond again. Um, like, you jump up and, like, go yeah. back down. Um, yeah, it turns off. Piss. Okay, so, jump back on the diamond... And then I run over to the square and step on that. Okay. Nothing happens. Fuck. Uh, step on the triangle. Okay, try it. Triangle turns on. Okay, so it's diamond, triangle. Uh, then we try stamping on the hex. Everything turns on. Piss! Okay, so uh, Emberlin kind of like shakes the, the confusion and goes... Runs over the diamond, stamps on the diamond. Runs over the triangle, stamps on the triangle. Runs back over the square, stamps on the square. Everything turns off. Fuck! <laughs> ah! Okay. Uh, for some reason, this compobulates Emberlin, so they spin around twice, and then... Okay. Run to the diamond, stamp on the diamond. Run to the triangle, stamp on the triangle. Run to the circle, and gently step on the circle. Everything turns off. Ah! Uh, Emberlin raises the axe above its head, ready to crush the circle, and then realizes that there's an elder god in there, and chooses otherwise. Just going, I'm sorry, it's very frustrating. Uh, I, ch I check the clock, how are we doing? 17. Yes. Okay. Breathe. And out. Okay, run to the triangle. No, uh, piss! <laughs> run to the diamond, stamp on the diamond. Lights. Run to the triangle. Stamp on the triangle. Lights. Uh, what was the next one? Was it square? No, we tried square. Square didn't work. We tried circle. Uh, stamp on the triangle again. Everything turns off. Fuck! Okay. <laughs> Run to the diamond, then to the triangle, then back to the diamond. Diamond lights up. Yes! Okay, so that means there's only two more left. Uh, so I run to the square and stamp on that. Everything turns off. Fuck! <laughs> Emberlin is sweating from running back and forth and is visibly infuriated. Okay. So, diamond, triangle, diamond. Then we try the hex. Minutes. Hex lights up. <gasps> and gingerly, almost like a ballet dancer, Emberlin tiptoes over to the square and just slowly depresses the square. Square lights up. Not touching another one of these bloody shapes, we head over to the door and try the handle. Still locked. Pop! Okay. We scuff kick the circle. Everything turns off. Fuck! Ah! 
Evelyn is incensed with rage. Uh, how are we doing on the timer? 13 minutes. Ah! Okay. We go again for the combination. So we go diamond, triangle, diamond. Uh, wait, what? You press the diamond and nothing happens. We go and try the door? Still locked. So nothing's lit up right now. Nope. We go and jump up and down on the diamond. Nothing. We jump up and down on the... We go uh, kick the circle. Circle lights up. But not the circle over the door, because there's no circle over the door. The circle on the ground lights up. Okay. This is a tear. This here. Oops. Wrong things like this here is a hexagon. I know it's terribly drawn. I apologize, but okay. It's hard so to draw with a mouse. We start trying the code again. So now the circle's lit up. We go over and try the diamond. Circle what? Uh, goes out. Okay, we go back and we stand in the circle. So lights up. Then we try the triangle. Triangle lights up. Okay. Then we try the diamond. Everything turns on. Fuck! Okay. Ten minutes. <laughs> okay. So we go circle. Light. Triangle. Light. Hex. Lights up. Diamond? Lights up. Oh, square? Everything turns off. <laughs> Emberlyn is visibly seething at this point. To observe it, you'd think that there was the licks of flame coming off them in just pure rage. Okay. Okay. What do we? Are we just running down the clock? I'm trying here. Eight minutes. Circle. Okay. Diamond. Yep. Hex. Yep. Wait, no. It was circle, triangle, Her. hex, diamond. Yep. Diamond again. Wait, no. That one lights up. Then square. That one lights up. We again, like like a ballet dancer's finest light-footed performance, tiptoe between the shapes, and we try the door. Still locked. And everything goes dim. Emberlin suddenly becomes incredibly focused, as if a, a white-hot calm has settled upon them. When Emberlin walks back to the door, pulls out one of the door jams, and throws it into the room. Uh, I cast burning hands in the whole fucking room. And then I slam the fucking door. So you're resetting this room? I am. Okay. 
And for the record, like that was a that was a, a hell of a fun room. Like, thank you, Helldwarf, for designing that. But just that's pure revengeful pyromaniac. Emberland is incensed, infuriated, and just spitting actual fire. Uh. <laughs> Emberland stands in the Stanley Powerball room and uh, attempts to regain composure. Okay. After several deep breaths... Just for the sake of, uh... I don't know. Gravity's weird. I'm just gonna put that one there. Okay. So you can keep your... Yeah. Cookie, forest, goose, mimic, orb, Stanley. <laughs> bum ba da dum ba dum ba Okay. Emberlin... It takes Emberlin longer than they're comfortable admitting to calm down. But they breathe through it a few times. They breathe through it a few times, and then open the door again. All right. Uh, this is. Oops. I really if if it's the shape room again. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shape room, but you only have eight minutes left. Uh, no. Uh... It's like, why do these look so weird? Because those are not my notes. Um, uh, you open it up and there is a stone room um, this one's actually pretty big it's like 50 by 50 um, but not like the, the nice carved stones um, okay. that you're used to this is like a, almost like a cave floor um, and like rough walls that kind of arch up into a you're in some kind of cave-like room. Um, and across the floor, there are thousands of swords stuck into the ground. Like, like so many that it's genuinely hard to like find a path to walk through these. Um, what state are these swords in? Some of them look brand fucking new. Some of them look like they've been there for like thousands of years. Like they're rusty and like falling apart. Like it looks like if you touch them, they would just disintegrate. Um, Like and all sorts of like there's there's like scimitars, there's great swords, there's short swords, there like just tons of like you, as far as you can tell, at least from a cursory glance, there's no duplicate of a single sword. There's just tons of them. Some of them are incredibly ornate. They have like you know gems in them and are gilded, and some of them are like very basic, look like your average soldier sword. Some of them look like they were forged by a ten year old who didn't know what he was doing. Like just hundreds and thousands of swords. Oh, wow. Okay, we'll go for a... <laughs> ah, the tetanus room. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go for a, a nice, threatening burgundy again. Uh, over on the far side, there is a door, um, and you can't quite see it because it's kind of small, but there's a plaque above the door. Okay. Uh, once again, we tap in the door jam, and okay. uh, I head on over to see if I can see what uh, it's saying above the... I, I, I try and make my way through as as dainty as I can. I'm not touching swords. I ain't picking them up. Like, as much as the kleptomaniac in me is like, ooh, free swords! Um, yeah. This, I, I think I know what we have to do already. I think we have to leave something behind. And I think that this is a, this is a testament to how many people have gone through this. 
Um, so you get over to the door, and above the door there's a small wooden plaque chiseled into it. It says, give what is owed. We've got to give up. We've got to give up something. And the door is locked. So. I, um, somehow I don't think that this room is going to accept pocket sand. Yeah. Uh, so what was the name of our two daggers again? Um, good Faith and Dealbreaker. I believe. Emblem takes a long time on this decision. Turning over each dagger in their, their free hand and putting it back and taking out the other one and turning it over in their hand and putting it back. Yeah, Wraith. Dealbreaker sounds like it would be an insult to the room, but who are we if we give up our good faith? Like, this... This is asking us to give up something, which was a gift. I think of the two... You're right, though. If we gave up Dealbreaker, that does seem like a bit of a feck you. But Wraith, you're right. We go forward in good faith. So yeah. Holding good faith in hand. Like, even though, like, Emblem's not a dagger fighter. These have been, you know, at best, you know, accessories. But these were still gifts of the of the things bequeathed us by the, the Queen of Embers. These are these aren't nothing. These are precious. So Emblem takes a long time on the decision on this. But after a feckin' who knows how long. I mean, what is what's feckin' time in this place? Um, unsheathing good faith, Emberlyn finds a finds a spot for it, stabs it into the floor. Okay. Uh, can you do a strength check for me? Because it's like a stone floor. saving. Where's, where's strength? I think you just click the... Um, it's not going anywhere. That's a three. Yeah, so you like ding and bounce off. <laughs> Evelyn seems genuinely hurt by this. Like, they just emotionally prepared themselves to give up something precious. Okay, you're right. It doesn't say give up something precious. It says give up give what is owed. Um, God, I'm trying to think of what we can what it might be. Um, inspecting the floor. Is there does it have that same kind of like grimy blood of old? Is there is there anything else we can is, is there anything else we can observe beyond the just the swords just impaled into this stone? Uh, give me an investigation check. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
18. 18. All right, so you, you look around at a couple of the swords, um, and you notice a few of them uh, looks like they have uh, dried blood on them. Okay. Actually, um, Baron, we uh, we fecked up. Because hmm. that was a strength skill check, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. And then a minus 1d4. Um, do you uh, do you want to see the hilarity, or do you want to just inflict the earworm upon me at a later time? Um, yeah, just go ahead and roll it now. Just it, I mean, you, you failed either way with the strength check, but it'll be funny to see how severely you fail. Oh, that run. I rolled... So, on the attempt to stab the dagger into the ground, I rolled negative one. So, I think you you go and you're like... Uh, you go with all your might down it, and you slam it into the ground, and you actually chip the blade a bit. No! That's the worst! I was like, maybe we get stabbed or something. No! Emblem it's is. not severe, but, like, the tip is now, like, chipped off. Emberlin is... It's like insult into insult into insult. Um, does this affect the investigation outcome? Uh, no, because it was just on the first uh, the first okay. roll after that. Oh. Okay, so we know there is we know there is dried blood on him. Okay, so rolling down our sleeve, we make a, a, a cut on our arm. And just try. We let some of the the blood drip down onto the floor. Um. Oh no, Clank! Yeah, that so chip's gone. Like that is pinged off into a sea of swords. And bloody hell, are we going to find a piece of metal in a sea of metal? Uh, I mean, you can try. Um. Yeah. So you you bleed down onto the floor. Uh, and it splashes on the floor, and some of it splashes onto one of the blades. And then you hear the door click. I look at the chip blade, and again, just seething rage. But... Do you want to try and find the, the chip? You know what? Feck it. Yes, I do. What, what do you need from me from that one? It would be an investigation check. See if you can find it. Ten? Ten. It's fucking gone. <laughs> like, you, you give it a good, like, five, ten, even fifteen minutes, and, like, die, it's fucking who knows where that is. That flew off into the night. Fucking grumble, 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 grumble. All right. So I proceed to the door at the end of Sword Field and open it up. Okay. Um. The other side is. Yeah. As soon as we get out of this pocket hell dimension, I'll, I'll find a good blacksmith. <laughs> That's what the Rick Rolling cost me. You really need to organize my tabs better. Ah, <laughs> uh, we've all been there. <laughs> Alright, uh, so this this is technically one of mine because it's in my dock, but it is actually one made by the Shadow League of DMs. Oh god. Shadow League of DMs. Um, you open it up and you appear to be in like a mud floor, like there's like a mud floor and like high kind of slightly outward slanting wood planks that are like 30 feet tall um, standing um, 
on the other side of the, the room, uh, there is a orc. Like a full-blooded orc in just like a loincloth. And written on the walls, every single one, various sizes and scripts in black paint, there is slap fight. Oh. And the orc is standing there going, slap fight, slap fight, slap fight. I attempt to go, hello! Um, as, soon as you do, you start hearing an unseen crowd screaming, Slap! Fight! Slap! Fight! And you said, so it's a, it's a wooden, it's, a, it's like a wooden plank suspended high. Uh, no, so it's, it's like wooden planks are the walls. Like you're down in like oh, a pit okay. lined with, with wood. And then written on those planks, it says slap fight. <laughs> AR, see, this is why we get on. This is why I enjoy Memnars. AR had the exact same thought I did, which is, excuse me, um, does burning hands count as a slap fight? Oh. Oh, okay. I thought your video froze. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I, my apologies. My apologies. Ah. See, I don't even know, like... Oh. <laughs> like, friends, Emily... Okay. Everything is trying to sabotage me today, including uh, props and scenery. What is happening? Right. Emmeline Burns is good at very many things. Uh, causing trouble, getting into trouble, starting trouble, burning trouble. Um, slapping's not one of them. We can't out-slap an orc. He's a kind of small orc. <laughs> Try and encourage him. We're going to We're gonna be a bigger map. I can make the map bigger if we need We can always close the. We can always close the door. <laughs> we can't win with that attitude. I don't think we can win with any attitude. Oh yeah, he's a small orc, six seven. You know, uh, Commodore Cat. <laughs> as much as they have caused both frustration and hilarity, like seriously, thank you for all your additions. And I, I really hope you've had fun with this. It's so good to get back from Memnol. Oh, Kisa's like, put some pepper on those palms, burning hams. Oh, God, I just realized that we could combine burning hands with chemicals. I mean, our fingies would not thank us, but we could... Oh, that's mean. That's nasty. Sorry, I just noticed that, uh, that Lizzie suggested we name the crap uh, Smithers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, No. All right, I'll, I'll, oh, I was about to ask a very dumb question. Are we going to play Slapsies with a big orc? It's funny, I ask dumb questions. Here we go, the Orc Slap Fight Arena.
Kiss it with the chat demand slaps. Blade Nora. So I guess it's time to get slapping and fighting. Alright, so after this, friends, we're going to need to go get more door jams and rest. Assuming we stay in slap fight room. Okay. So we tap in a door jam. And let me change it to uh, the battle music. We tap in the door jam. And we enter the arena. As, as you walk in, because the, the orc was standing at the far end, he starts to like match your like walking towards him. And he, he stops chanting, but the like the ethereal crowd you can't see is still going, Slap, fight, slap, fight, slap, fight. I am Emberlyn Burns, herald of the Queen of Embers, and I hear you're down to slap. Why do you let uh, me do you, this, friends? I, I should be stopped. You meet in the center, um, and he gives out one more slap fight, and he goes to slap you. Uh, do you try to avoid? Uh, what's the rule of... No, you know what? Let's let's do this playground rule style. Uh, I I go to avoid, so I can be like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are the rules here? Well, the rules. You can't. You can't just start a slap fight. You've got to. You've got to explain it to me. Like, what if I use an illegal slap? My orcish friend. We gotta. We gotta know the the space at which we're going. The orc looks very confused and slap fight. Okay. Okay. So slap, 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 slap fight. Interesting, interesting. Um... Uh, okay. No, no, it's, um, you know what? I completely understand. Uh, can you give me a second? I just, I want to put my axe down. Like, I, you know, I've got daggers and guns. I don't want to use those. Is that okay? Is that okay? Looks very frustrated. It's like, oh, fine. Slash I'm sorry, fight. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just... I just I just want to make sure. Okay, so I um, I head over to one of the sides. I, I, I place the axe down, uh, and uh, like you know the, the the daggers and the pistol. <laughs> okay, what are the chances that I could cast hex on him without him noticing? Uh, you can try. I'll make you roll a stealth check. What do you think, friends? <laughs> I'm just I'm just waiting for them to catch up to find out whether or not this is a great idea or a terrible idea. Oh, Kisa's like, just do it, you coward. Kisa, like... Kisa wakes up every day and chooses violence. <laughs> I know. Don't ever change, Kisa. That's not a bad thing. That's a great... Uh, well, no one's telling me no. Keith has got the zoomies, which uh, translates to violence. Okay, yeah. uh, I would like to attempt to stealth cast Hex on him. Okay, go ahead and give me a stealth roll. Please. Emberlyn, I've been good to you all day. I've been good to you all day. Nine. 
Okay, what's this dude's? I'm gonna give him disadvantage because he's actually particularly stupid. He does not notice. Ah! Yes! Okay. He, he was just like, you're putting your shit down. He's like, ah, oh, and you're just like, hex. Okay. Uh, what all does hex do? I forget. It's been a while since he used it. <laughs> so, here's what hex does. Um, uh, until the spell ends, you deal extra. 1d6 necrotic damage to a target whenever you hit it with an attack. Um, you can spell a higher slot of third or fourth level, which I believe you have. Uh, you have you have a third level spell slot, so. Um, I do. Oh, that just increases the duration. Okay, so it could last for up to eight hours! You be slapping this dude for eight hours straight. <laughs> Don't strike me with a good time. Uh, right. Slap them cheeks. Okay. All right. So I, I walk over to the orc. I'm like, okay. Who gets first slap? He just swings at you. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm gonna go for a cheeky dodge. Okay. Well, then he's going to do have to do an attack roll. Okay. Tony. Uh, what is his attack? Jesus. Orcs don't fuck around. No, they don't! Like, for reference, this is a challenge one half. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he crits. Fuck me! So... Okay, before you even rolled that, Wraith said... That the orc's gonna swing, and Emblem's gonna wake up on the other side of the room. Three days have passed. Uh, so you take nine slap damage. <laughs> Are we specifying is slap damage special? It's uh, blunt. All right, I'm down to bludgeoning damage. Thirty slap. Okay, my turn. All right, what do I roll to just like? I just slap a person. I've never had to do uh, this before. So he's he is not dodging. So you just get to roll damage. Okay. Uh, so just roll d4 plus your strength modifier. Roll one d4. Uh, strength is one, and I get my necrotic after. Which is one d an extra one d six. Okay. Right. Do I just do space you, and then one d six to do the whole uh, thing? You can do one d four plus one d six. Okay. Plus. I should actually figure out how much six. health this dude has. Um. Okay. Like I said, it's one d four plus one plus one d six. I mean, Sorry, it's, am I going to roll this dude's health? Because I get shit up constantly for not doing that. So. What? This slap fight brought to you by mac and cheese and bacon.
actually. I'll just roll it with real dice. Uh, you're a D8, right? No, you're D10. You're a D8. Lyris, if I had, like, stupid money, I would just pay an artist to do, like, an animated version of this throwdown. <laughs> My ass. Eight. Oh, yeah. So you, like, just wind up and slap this orc, and you like, oh. And then he winds up. Are you trying to dodge, or are you just going to take it? Uh, see, the thing is, if we dodge, if we try and dodge, he has the chance to crit. If we just take the hit, then it's it's guaranteed, but it's <laughs> slightly less. I'm waiting to hear everybody's feels on this one, because this is one of those smart people calls. Uh, Moose says only a 5% chance. Why does it feel like more? <laughs> and Stepagen, it's good. Uh, we're we're going to attempt to dodge. We're going to attempt to dodge. Okay. What's your AC? Uh, 12, I think. Yeah, yeah armor cross. Yeah. yeah, then he misses. Uh, you, you duck out of the way and he's like... Oh, slap fight! Slap fight. Then go ahead and roll damage. He should just be able to up arrow. Uh, oh yeah, because we haven't changed anything. He goes slap fight. Just... I'm like slap fight. Ba bam! Nine. <laughs> Another nine damage. He slap. He staggers a bit. Slap fight! Slap fight! Everyone's into it now. forward and tries to like lean into the slap. Uh, I assume you're dodging again. Yeah, we need it. Fifteen, it hits. Yeah, connects. Plus, what does he have? Strength plus. Takes seven bludgeoning damage. Ow! And he like plants his feet and like squares up. He's like, Suffered! In an overdramatic Metal Gear Solid, we kind of like, we hold the slap and then we look at him through clenched fist and just go, Slap fight. <laughs> we two are only talking in slap fights now. Okay, we, mimicking his maneuver, we plant our feet and do a big into its swing. Please be good. And smack him for another eight! Fuck! In, like, anime fashion, on the way there, it, like, slows down time, and you swear you see your hand, like, catch fire on the way there. Smacks him across the face, and it's just the slow-mo, like... As he spins and staggers and then falls face down into the mud. (laughs) Raising fists to the invisible crowd, we just yell, SLAP FIGHT! The crowd goes nuts, um, and you hear this, like, and then out of the mud that you're currently standing in, a door rises on the other side of the arena. 
Hang on, let me change it from battle music to to yeah. our. Uh... And the crowd, after they like erupt in cheering, they go back to slap, fight, slap, fight, slap, fight, and it slowly, slowly dies out. Slap, fight. I head over to the orc, and I I, I, I jostle him to see if he's a if he's even vaguely conscious. No, he's very knocked out. I'm gonna do something really dumb, friends, but I think it's the right thing to do. Because I did fucking cheat. Next to the orc, I take out the crystal tumbler that we got given by one of the lower lords, who was probably the trickster god. And I place the crystal tumbler next to him. Into the tumbler I put two gold coins. trying to think if there's anything else. Dorchus, you don't know that! <laughs> I'll leave the mimic check note. Oh, I don't have my notebook. Okay, so we do have to use the back of the, uh, the, uh, the mimic check note. So I turn it round, and on the back of the mimic check note, I write, Dear Orc, Slap fight? Slap fight. S slap fight? Slap fight? Slap fight. Yours sincerely, Emberlyn Burns, Herald of the Queen of Embers. And I pop that into the glass as well, because I don't want the note to get messed up by the mud. Okay. I head on so... over. And, uh, okay. What I'm going to do now is uh, head back, uh, go get some door jams, and have a little sit-down for a second. Yeah. Because we have no idea how long's passed, right? No. Uh, as you walk back towards the door you came through, you start to hear this, like, sucking sound. And you turn and look, and you see the orc is, like, being sucked. So the orc and the tumbler are being, like, sucked into the mud. Huh. I raise up a salute. And an almost uh, an honoured whisper, I just say, Slap fight. <laughs> now, friends, do we want to keep the slap fight room open <laughs> now that it's clear? Or <laughs> do we want a chance meeting the orc again? Whoa, 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 whoa. We did not lose two gold for nothing. Friends, that orc fought well and bravely. Were they a figment of this maze? Or were they another another soul trapped in this area forever? But for the first time in their life, they probably tasted defeat. And they don't even know. They don't even know that they got defeated because I cheated. And you know what? That orc was not mean. They were not evil. They were there for a slap fight. And when we said, whoa, 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 you know what? They waited. That is honourable, and we are kind to the kind. I'm not. I swear, I'm not doing this for points, and you can you can play over it. But that feels like an Emberlin thing. Like, hey, I'm sorry, I just cheated you out of your profession. Here's, here's a couple of gold and a note. 
Um, and a demonic crystal tumbler. Yeah, and a demonic crystal tumbler, which may or may not have come from the trickster god, so don't quite feel the same attachment to it anymore. <laughs> I'm getting called out, but okay. So we're leaving the room open. Uh, we're heading back to the forest for some door jams, and then we're gonna go check in on the cat dragon and have a have a little rest because we bloody need it. Mainly because we're out of spell slots now. <laughs> and yep. We are exhausted. Okay, so you make your way back. You you make another like ten or so. Um, Another 10 uh, door stops. Oh, interesting. The way the Google Forms work, I actually don't have to refresh the page to see the new ones. Thank you, Caffeine. Um, probably because I'm doing this in a weird way, but yeah. But yeah. Um, so yeah, are you like sleeping? Or are you just taking a short rest? Hey, what do you reckon, friends? We could probably do with a snooze because, you know, that orc was no joke. Like, they slapped a lot of HP off of us. Uh, Asaro's asking if we can pet the cat dragon. Absolutely. Uh, you can try. <laughs> yeah, if you do short rest, you can do a hit dice heal. Um, long rest will obviously take longer. Um, but then you don't have to spend hit dice. Okay. I don't think Emberlyn would feel comfortable going to sleep in this space because the, the the shifting nature of this maze, I feel like if we like if we went for a snooze, it might all change around us. So we're gonna go for a short rest. Um so is that just one hit dice to spend? Uh, so you have five you can spend. So you, and you basically, it's there, you have five D8, you can choose how many you want to roll. You roll that many, and then you regain that number of hit points. Um, and then you regain hit dice. I have to remember if you regain them all after a long rest, or if it's like you regain one for a long rest. I think it's you regain all of them um, on a long rest, but it's been a while, so somebody fact checking on that well that's the great thing about DMing on twitch is you can just be like i, I don't know chat <laughs> and someone who is well versed in this particular flavor of DD will be like well i study this i know it i may have even written it here you go oh that's right you're in half of your total number of hit dice per long rest thank you moose thank you moose um so i'm gonna go for three hit dice to recover Okay, so roll 3d8. 3d8. Here we go. <laughs> the Chaos Viking 64 cos. Holy crap, Caffeine! Oh shit! The Eternal Yarl Shackled Econus has finally been unseated! All hail your new Yarl! Caffeine of the like, Holy Bean. <laughs> I was like, that's a very specific number. Ah, that makes more sense to me. Yeah. Dude, it's like, I mean, 30, 30 bucks, 33 bucks and 39 cents. No, but caffeine. On top of all your feckin' dude, thank you. Um, now, here's hoping that, uh, 
Dorches is asking if this will trigger a bigger labyrinth through pirates, as it has hit exactly. Uh, oh god, that's a hundred. Oh, that is a that is a big number. I don't want to say that out loud. Uh, healing. Uh, I heal for thirteen. So that's thirty. That puts me up to thirty-six. So yeah, now you're only down three hit points. Yeah. Okie dokie, Lokis. Um, I would like to uh, attempt to pet the dragon. So what I'm going to do this time is I'm going to take one of the treats and I'm going to attempt to use uh, animal handling to convince it to come over so I can pet it. Okay. So I roll animal handling for... Nat 20! Yes! So, so yeah, you Best like... Friend! You You put the treat in your hand and you like offer it out. It kind of comes up, and you're like, "Can I?" And it kind of like looks at you, and like, treat, and like starts nibbling on the treat, and you get to, you get to pet the little dragon. You know what? Although, I apologize for talking shit about roll twenty, and the rolls that have been so bad. We got that nat twenty when it counted. You uh, you pet it, and it starts wagging its little tail, and you have to be a little careful because again, there's a stinger on the end of its tail. <laughs> So, Emblem gets accidentally paralyzed for three days. <laughs> yeah, I made a good roll on something important. So yeah, you may you spend a couple days, um, a couple days, a couple hours, uh, like resting, and periodically petting the the pseudo dragon, who seems to at least be okay with your presence. It's fucking cute. Uh, so, Baron, I wanted to ask, do we have time for another room this evening? Because I know we've started a lot later than usual. Uh, and I I, I I, do not want to assume to uh, impose upon your time different. Uh, I think we can do at least one more room. Okay. I so, have nothing planned today except this, so... I mean, also say... I believe we still have... Yeah, we still have one more cocktail, so... Well, then, I mean, we've just got to. Okay. Plus, I've got trash beer in the fridge, so... I was in a really like I want I want shit beer mood yesterday. I, I so I, I I've got those sometime. Okay. So I stopped at the the liquor store and <laughs> picked up a six pack of Rainiers. <laughs> you know what? Comparable to to trash tier UK beer, Rainiers is nice and drinkable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. You saw it as well. Wraith saying, "What's that?" Another drink, you say? Oh, you twisted my arm. Okay. Oh god, Shriners. Oh. I've had like one once, and that was enough. <laughs> Sorry, um, Lyris, thank you for filling up the pie glass. And again, like, caffeine feckin' thank you. But, um, Dorchus was saying that they're not saying that they think it wasn't worth it, but there will be a cost. Yeah, we've just won at slap fights and at whatever this is. Oh, this is going to end poorly. Okie dokie, Lokis. Um, with new doorstops in hand, with having having rejuvenated and spent time getting to pet the little dragon, uh, obviously we give the dragon another little treat before we head out. And we return to the slap fight room, ready to head through the next door. 
Which, by right. this point, is no small task, like, friends. Like, look how far we've come since this morning. Like, yeah. we started out just in here with the goose room, and that was in. Really, and I'm really fucking enjoying this. Alright, so you... You open the door. Um... Oh, this is another one of mine. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, when you enter, uh, okay. you open the door and there appears to be like a small cave. Um, there is a, a small hole in the roof that appears to be letting in moonlight. Um, there appears to be a faint glowing moss, mossy fungus on all the walls. It is kind of sort of illuminating everything. Okay. Uh, the far side of the room, there's a it looks like a small pond. Um, looks like a very run down like small not even like rowboat like a little canoe that's pulled up on the shore okay um, and just at the top of the water on the far wall is the other door hmm. anyone else thinking water bad uh, can you pull a perception check for me? I can indeed. Twelve? Alright. Uh, you think you hear faint sobbing coming from inside this room. Oh no! Ah, oh, darn it. Well, now we've got to go help. Okay, once again, we tap in a good door, good solid door jam. And we step into the room. Alright. You step into the room and the door behind you vanishes. We just scramble to look for anything else. Can you roll me an arcana check? 14? Uh... Nope. You try as you might, you cannot seem to locate where the door is. Cat dragon. No. Yeah, Wraith, you're right. We should have expected it at some point, but, like... We got to... Well, we got to pet the cat dragon at very least. Okay. Okay, uh, I'd like to uh, see if I can tell where the, the sobbing's coming from. Um... Yeah, it's not hard to, to pinpoint. Um, so, like... If you're looking towards the pond, the hole in the roof is kind of off to the left, and so the light is shining in towards the right. Yeah. And on, and on the right side of the room, like, sitting in the sunlight, there is a humanoid figure, you think, that is, like, curled up and, like, sobbing. So to, to recap, there is a door on the other side of this, like, mini cave lake. Yes. Uh, is the boat on our shore or away from us? Yes. Uh, so the... The door on the other side is against a wall. So, like, there's a wall and a... Here, let me... Okay. Draw it for you. I'll draw it back down here. Woo! Do, do. Thank you! I really need to charge my pen at some point. <laughs> so, that's where the door was. 
There's like a wall here, and the other door is here. Oh no! Sorry, while uh, Baron is drawing our uh, our new location, uh, Lyris has made a very good point. There are only two ways to get back to the the cat dragon. One, we open doors randomly and get slap fight room again. Two, we open doors randomly and get the goose, and must pass the goose to get to the cat dragon. And there's like a little little canoe right here. Okay. So yeah, the, there's there's like a cliff face basically on the other side of the pond. Into which the door is laid. And so yep. the, the little island's like here where the, the, the crying Oh no, they're thing? they're like they're like over here. Okay. So they're on the shore as well. Yeah. I'm just going to start with her. Hello? 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 Are you okay? Which obviously is the most British thing I could have said at that point because they're obviously not okay, but, but I'm just opening gambit here, opening gambit. Uh, the, the crying like subsides a little bit. You hear a, a couple like. <sighs> they roll over and stand up and go, oh no, somebody else is trapped here too. And can you roll? Actually, you're going to have to roll. You just. You stop her so I can go. Shit. It's Lanny. Fucking Lanny? I yeah, so that wait we're just gonna go with wait a second. La Lanny! The bloody hell are you doing here? I trying to get more spells and was offered super secret knowledge by someone and deal was not super good and now I'm trapped in this lover. At least tell me you got some super cool some super cool knowledge magic, please. Just looks down shakes his head. Feck it. We go over to Lanny and we give him a big old familiar hug. Like, it's alright. We got trapped here too. Yeah, he, uh, he, he hugs you back very sincerely. Like he probably hasn't seen another human being in, or you know, sentient creature in who knows how long. Um, and then after a moment, he like, you know, you end the hug, and he kind of sits back and like wipes his toes. So, uh, what are you in for? And like, Joe punches your shoulder. Um, at what point can I insight Lanny? As uh, I'm being yelled at this time that I have to do insights. Go for it. Okay. Two. <coughs> Two. Does that I'm make sorry, you that feel a, better? That's a nat one. That's a nat one. <laughs> Daughter's like, and there's the payment. Friends, uh, the check has been cashed. As far as here, you can tell this is Lanny. He's g given how wet the ground is here. He's been sitting here crying for a while. It's Lanny crying alone. It's Lanny crying a lot. Who lives in a cave? It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, um, so if the joking punch would be like, 
Oh, it's an exceedingly long story. Uh, suffice it to say, while we didn't get an offer uh, so much as we got played, we've um, we've been talking with, let's say, individuals, uh, and it turned out all of them were uh, the same trickster god that trapped you in here. We've basically been their personal errand fecker for a while now, and honestly, I should have seen it coming, but here we are. Uh, how many other rooms have you explored so far? Uh, I would have to... Uh, 68, I think? 68? Yeah, I... A little bummed because I finally came to this one and it, it took Nora vanished. God. I think I can probably find it, but I don't know if I'll ever be able to get back to get back to my study. Wait, your study with the tiny cat dragon? Oh, the pseudo dragon? Yeah. Oh shit! Wait, did you keep a diary? Yeah? Were you reading my diary? What? We didn't- I don't even know it was yours! You didn't start it with- Here are the words of Lanny the Wizard! Sign your shit, man! I mean, I, th I thought I was the only one in this place. I thought- I didn't realize it was where she sent everyone. I thought I was just like, here's your own personal hell. No, apparently they, uh, they don't outsource this. This is, uh, it's cost-saving, I assume. Oh. Yeah, Wraith, this is why we haven't seen Lanny in fucking ages. Okay. Um, quick question before we continue. Did you ever make it past the goose? Goose? Okay, you haven't seen the goose. Uh, well, good news. The pseudo-dragon like, is... Like, like, is it a demonic goose? Or is it, like, just a goose? I feel like the only way to find out is to die horribly to a demonic goose, so I haven't checked. No, that's honestly that, that that's smart. But we have slap fought orcs. God, we have. Oh, I did. You actually did the slap fight? No, I. I nope. <laughs> I mean, look at me. That's fair. Uh, in all honesty, uh, we uh, we. Sorry, <laughs> I've been in here a while. Uh, I might <laughs> have put the odds a little bit in my favor. I mean, it's the fucking personal prison of a trickster god like you're not gonna cheat lie and steal your way through it i think you're doing it wrong i do have to ask you lanny and i hope you'll forgive me for prying but the last entry in your book was pretty scary like what what happened i've been in here for i don't even know at this point and I kind of just want to not. I'll assume. Fun fact: can't kill yourself. What would be the fun in that? Uh, not sure how long you've been here, but you also can't starve to death. You're just always fine. Well, we found your notes on that as well. Um, now we did have a cookie earlier. That was curious. Oh, you found the cookies? Yeah. I actually threatened them with a gun, if you can believe it. I just oh, I threatened them with a fireball. Yeah, ah, I think. Smart. 
I just assumed that the cookies would be like, I don't know, sentient or each one of them would be like a laughing little gnome that tortures me from the inside. But I assumed poisonous, but I ruled that out after turns out you can't die, so I ate one. What were yours? Oatmeal raisin. Hazelnut. Uh, allergies? I just fucking hate them. <laughs> um, I will say... Since last we met, I, I got some interesting tasks. I've been... <laughs> I've been waking the old gods. Uh, what? Yeah. Um, there are gods. Yeah, they, they're, they're they're okay. I mean, and I, I sit down on the little like patch of ground, kind of cross-legged. I mean, it turns out that the pantheon that we know are just unable to talk to people right now. The ones I was talking to were all the trickster god. Um, I assume that I've been talking to my my deity, but then who fucking knows? But the old gods are primal they're like they're less like personas they're more like aspects you know aspects of nature aspects of night aspects of the hunt things like that they're less maniacal more raw huh whether it's true or not I'm still not 100% sure but the other entity that I've met in here is the aspect of the hunt. Another one tricked by the trickster god, promised eternal hunts. And uh, you see horror like wash over his face. Is, like, is that the thing that was in the forest? Yeah, we had a talk. He's cool, but well, they're cool. Yeah, I walked through there a couple of times. Like I, I propped the doors open. And I it could tell it was just fucking with me. It would chase me, but very clearly could have caught me and just never did. I felt like it was amused. Well, congratulations. You you gave it some respite of amusement. Um, I'm going to help it get out. Why? Well, Larry, you're a gifted wizard, but you're a lovable fool. And I am not much better. What neither of us are is an old god with a temper. And I feel like if we really want to hurt a trickster, we need someone with a bit more, you know, oomph. So I'm bringing oomph with us. Oh, okay. So, anyway, Larry, I, I have to thank you. Your book is basically what's been taking us through this, and... Like, thanks to that, we've managed to... Well, we managed to map at least a good... 13, 14 rooms. We've got them chained together, so hopefully it stays. Hopefully. I mean, I've had doors like this one disappear on me before. I can probably find it again. You just have to... know what you're looking for. I don't know, I thought maybe if I opened enough rooms, it would lead us to the entrance. The one time I thought I saw there's a room with three doors. A room but with three doors? I let slip and fucking swung shot. And I... It's okay. 
There's two of us now. You're not on your own. You're not on your own. And I promise you, I'm going to help you get out of here. And when we do, we are going to get rip-roaringly drunk. I mean, like, bards won't sing about it levels of drunk. I think I need that. Okay. So what's the quirk in this room? Because there's always a there's always a quirk. There's always a trick. I don't know. I came in, the door disappeared, and I kind of had a had a moment. I've been I've been here crying for a while. That's okay. It's okay. Turns out you also don't run out of uh, liquids if you're just crying infinitely in here. So that's a fun hell. I wonder if that works with pee. Have you had to pee since you've been in here? Actually, no. Yeah, same. It's kind of disconcerting. Little bit, little bit. I feel like that's going to sneak up on me when we get out of here. Anyway. Oh, well, I did want to ask you. Do you remember what date it was that you end up getting pulled in here? I'm just trying to get a sense of time. Uh, since we met, it was... I don't know, two, three weeks afterwards. Okay. But I've been in here for... It's hard to tell time in this place, but it feels like... a year and a half, maybe. Oh, wow. Uh, friends, how long has it been since we've seen Lanny? <laughs> Congratulations, you are my long-term memory, and I'm very grateful for you. Uh, so he's been in here for about 17 days. Oh, should we tell him that? That might break him. I mean, uh, uh, sorry, uh, sorry. Thank you, Connie, for the bits. Uh, will feckin' try? Um, the... The challenge will be finding it again. Okay. Um, Lyris is saying it'd be good for him to know that it hasn't been longer. Like, okay. Um, so, I don't know if this is good news or bad news, Lanny. You've been in here for about 17 days. <laughs> Give or take with my math. I mean, given her whole shtick, I, it doesn't surprise me that time works weird in here. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. Oh, sorry, my ma sorry, my math was off. Uh, it's thirty-one days. My apologies. My apologies. Not counting that's, how long since I got in here. It still feels like much longer than that. Yeah. So, is there anything else you've discovered about this place? Uh, and whilst I'm talking to Lanny, uh, I know I'm just wasting feckin' coins here. Because uh, the thing is. We can't break down change because we're making purchases. So I only have 10... I only have 13 coins left on my personage. <laughs> uh, I mean, there are, like, rocks and stuff in here if you want to pick up a rock. Um, I'd like to try and find a, a flash rock I can try and skim across the water. Okay. Uh, yeah, it doesn't take you too long. Like, like I said, there's, like, pebbles and stuff in the whole place. So it does... It, while you're chatting with him, you, like, look around and it takes you a couple minutes, but you find a... Okay, so I'm going to try uh, 
skimming a rock across the water just while we're nattering, because I want to see if like a fucking sea monster leaps up or some nonsense. Knowing my bloody luck. Okay. Uh, why don't you give me a... You're trying to like skip it? Yeah. Yeah, give me a dexterity check. Okay. Not my finest suit, but let's go. Eleven? Yeah, so you get like, you get a good like six or so skips across it before it sinks into the water. Does anything happen? Not that you see. Okay. Okay. So, Lanny's like, so, uh, you, you said you were, were you propping doors open behind you? Yes. Alright, well, let's see if we can, if we can find the door. I've had this happen a couple times. Stop using the cause. Uh, <laughs> had this happen a couple times. It's still there. It's just hidden. Okay. What do you need to find it? Because it is far beyond my skills. Uh, do I still have Miami's character sheet? I do not know. Okay. Um, because yeah. as uh, Dolchus and Peeps remembering, we took some of his um, his regnants or reagents or whatever you call them. We brought some of those with us because we thought it was just loot. Um, yeah. So he's got plus. So he goes over to like roughly where you you came in, and he he does a little bit of a search. It's like. It should be here somewhere, but I I can't. Basically, there's like if you look at it just the right way, there's like a shimmer. Okay. And I I don't know. We can try again in a bit if you want, but or you could try again. I don't care. I mean, so if you want to try again, go for it. If we can get back to where we were, one, you can get access to your study again. So if there's anything you need from there. But two, it also helps us to to continue. Well, one, we'll know to avoid this room like the feckin' plague, and we can continue mapping with us both together. We might be able to get through this. Yeah, maybe. Oh, that reminds me. Is is Crumpet still okay? Crumpet. Just a little little sewer dragon. Oh, Crumpet's doing lovely. I actually managed to to give him a cuddle, which I'm very proud of. Oh yeah, once once he warms up to you, he's he's real nice. Very, has, very has insistent to... about the treats on the fireplace. Hmm. Actually, That's I one to... nice thing. The treats never run out. I meant to ask, how did you find that room? Random. Seemed safe. Even though I feel like it probably isn't, and it's her fucking with us, but... It also might be that she realizes that we need some place that feels safe, otherwise we'll just go insane, and it's less fun to torture insane people? I don't know. I assume it's a very different set of skills. Okay, okay. I pick up a handful of rocks and just start chucking them roughly at where the shimmer is. <laughs> Go ahead and give me an arcana roll. <laughs> I cast some rocks! Fifteen! Nope, they just seem to kind of fly around and not hit anything. Wait, let me double check that that's actually not the DC. Nope. Friends, I don't think Pocket Sand's going to cut it here. <laughs> okay. 
can, am I able to see the shimmering? Uh, no, so that's what he was saying, is that, like, you have to look at it at, like, just the right angle, and then, like, to be able to see, and so you have to, like, figure out each door's, like, specific, ah, it's right here, and then you can reach up and grab the handle or whatever. Okay. I draw my pistol, and I slowly walk around the door. <laughs> or where you think the door is. Where I, where I think the door might be, yeah. We need to in the pocket, Sam. We have pocket grit. <laughs> yeah, it turns out, Emberlin, strong legs, it's just all grit. Pocket bowlers. <laughs> that is a very different thing, and you know it. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm not just going to let you brute for this, but I will let you try it, like, one or two more times. Okay, okay. Um. So yeah, you, you slowly walk around the door with your pistol drawn. Uh, give me another arcana check. Right. We'll give Lanny another one too. 16? <laughs> Just for shits and giggles, Lanny. So I think you're both like trying to find it and like it should be. And then suddenly you just see Crumpet's head just stick through nothing. <laughs> And like you're pointing a gun, and it's like, oh god, crap it! No, it's fine, it's fine. Get away, get away. <laughs> and then you like, yeah, you like go up to like where Crumpet is, and like reach your hand in, and you like feel the door frame, and the door frame slowly like rematerializes. Cat dragon, yes. That twenty, that twenty is paying off dividends, dividends. Oh, I'm just, I'm just like, oh, there's the burst! <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, it, um, it turns and looks at Lanny and then like, also chirps excited. They're like, oh, Lanny's here. Yay! We are united. We are united. So yeah, I'm I'm not reaching down to cuddle Crumpet just yet because like they get to have their moment with Lanny, but I'm just like happily bouncing on like one foot to the other, like ee. Uh, all right, come on in. Let's get out of this feckin' let's get back out of this feckin' moon room. Come on, Lanny. Yeah, so you, you step back into the the slap fight pit, <laughs> and Lanny's like, "Oh, you just did the slap fight? Okay." I like steps down into the mud. Uh, <laughs> uh, I. Flies up and lands on Lanny's shoulder. Yay! Uh, once they're both nice and clear of the door and knock the feckin' door wedge out, feck that room. Door swings shut. Um, you hear this, like, you, you're starting to hear it more and more that you're getting, like, attuned to it, but you hear this, like, um, it almost sounds like cards being shuffled every time you close the door. Huh. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so definitely Lyris, cave room equal bad. Alright. Um, Lanny, Crumpet, let's, let's go sit by the fire for a bit. I think we've all earned it. And I, I propose to lead the way back through the, through the, the maze. Yeah, so you, you make your way back through, um... 
Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, the sword room. Like, oh, yeah, this weird gravity room. There's a oh, couple yeah. of these, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> ah, they're just like physics just goes out the window in some of them. It's, uh... I got a song for those. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, the orb. He's like, what I don't recognize this one. What did the, what did the orb show to... you? I'd, I'd rather not relive that trauma. Okay. Uh, oh, this is the memory box. I don't know if it's my memory or someone else's, but I don't advise it. It's it's kind of I'm not I'm not okay with that. Okay. Well I'm glad that you did it, not me then. Okay, random I've got to ask, Lenny, I've got to ask. Did you by any chance encounter a room with the echoing almost infectious melodic tunes of one Richard Ashford? Uh, yeah. It's still stuck in my head. That's that's evil. Oh. It honestly, it honestly might be magic, and that's just in there forever now. God, it probably is like some kind of magic virus, bastard. Oh, you're right. Sorry, it's Sir Richard Astley. My apologies. Um, he goes. Oh, you opened the chest. What was in it? A little, a little note that said, "Not a mimic." Sorry, mimic check. Huh, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't bring it myself to uh to open it. I shot it first, if you can believe it. Yeah. Oh I yeah, just, I see that. I just assumed. You see that on the cookies? I just I just hiss at the cookies. Like he, like he an stops, cat. Like he walks past and stops and then like backs up and goes Still high enough for me. <laughs> Keeps going. I look at the ceiling in disgust and then keep going. Okay. And then, like, walking through the forest, you can tell he's, like, tense. He's like, I have been chased in this room so many times. Oh, you're fine. I mean, assuming um, we can get the, the god of the hunt out of here. If we fail at that, uh, we'll probably be his personal little, like, chaseables for the rest of eternity. But, eh, you know how it is. Way, how, do, how, how are you getting him out? Uh, I look at my axe and I kind of grin and go, ah, I got an idea. Which is obviously a lie, but, you know. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Wraith on this one. Lanny's been through enough. He can have a snooze in his little study. And then then he can get introduced to the goose. No, I think he, he like, peeks his head around. He's like, so what's an earth? That's just a goose. Yeah, it gets real mad if you step in there. But otherwise, it's just calm as. He, like, reaches his toe in and just barely puts his toe down through the doorframe. And the goose stands up and starts flapping its wings and honking. He's like, okay. I figured better to have the goose at our back than an unknown room. All right. can't say it was my best strategy, but I've been, I've been working this out as so I've been going along. Dorches, I'm not going to shoot the goose. Because if you're going to take a shot at the king, you best not miss. If we fuck that up. We fuck up to the highest order. He's like, well, I've... I've... Got a couple... And he tries to crack his knuckles and just none of them will crack. Oh. Tricks up my sleeves. <clears throat> and then he slumps down on one of the chairs. Okay. Uh, was there two chairs or just the one? If there's only one, he can... Okay. Then... Uh... Popping the uh, popping the axe like uh, within reach of the, the fire, pop the axe uh, across. 
and sit down as well and be like, Whoa. I like our... Like, oh. And he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out like a skeleton key and he tosses it over to you. Oh, thank you. Oh, I, I take the, the, the green gem and the wire out and go, I, I, I thought you were, you know, gonzo. And I, well, I didn't know it was you, so we borrowed a few of these from the from the cabinet, but here you go. Oh, thanks. You know, I need, I need more of those. Uh, but no, that key, top left drawer. Hmm. Don't mind if I do. Uh, taking far longer to get out of the chair than one would expect, uh, I totter over to the the cabinet and unlock the, uh, the aforementioned slot. Oh, yeah. You open it up, and there is a bottle of like port wine and a couple of glasses. Oh, Lanny, you legend. It's like, yeah, I actually had that with me when I came in and stashing it for a special occasion. This seems like. Well, let's find out. We, let's find out if we can get drunk in here, shall we? Spinning the 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 finger, uh, spinning the key on one finger is like at very least it'll be tasty. Uh, pouring two big old honking glasses, I come on over and obviously offer one to Lanny. Yeah, so you he takes it and kind of just just holds it for a minute, staring into the fire. It's like this place is so trippy. I've literally never put wood on this fire, and it just keeps going. It's like every room is its own little self-contained painting come to life. An eternal warmth, an eternal forest, an eternal bunch of cookies that are always the worst kind. Hmm. I'd be curious to find out how the bloody hell the trickster had us trapped in here, but... I think I'm going to start every conversation with somebody I don't know of, so what's your least favorite kind of cookie? It's going to tell you a lot about a person. <laughs> Wraith, get out. <laughs> Every room is not an NFT. No. I'm sorry if I somehow brought you into this. Like, Lanny, I, I seem to be a feckin' summoning portal for this kind of weirdness. And I severely hope that I'm not responsible for you being here. But if I am, I'm sorry. Like, I don't think so. It was my own ambition. I was trying to be, you know, a more powerful wizard. And uh promise was just too good. What did she offer you? Miracle spell. I mean, people have done a lot less for a lot more. I figured if I got it, I could uh, undo the world being flooded. You know, and be, you know, the wizard that undid that. Good on you. I mean, I'm not obviously happy that you're stuck in this position, but, you know... Most people seek power for its own sake. So they seek power to to sate whatever cravings they have, but you know, you did it to help everyone. That's still pretty good, yo. Should should hang on to that. I'm trying. 
So, have a rest, have a breather. Once you've once you've had a proper sleep, we'll we'll tackle this again together. We'll find the three room door. He chuckles. <laughs> oh, have you not tried to sleep? No. Yeah, you can't. Huh. You know, any other time I'd consider that to be uh, an advantage. Yeah. You get tired, but you just hit a point, and then you just kind of keep going. Oh, God, that sounds horrible. Okay, well then, let's get drunk, and then let's get out. Wait, hang on. You said three-room door. A room, a room with three doors. Yeah. Shit. Oh. <laughs> Emberlyn starts laughing manically, and almost there's just this side of unhinged laughter. Of course. I mean, it's so obvious. That's the, the room we came in in. The room with three doors. Or at least we... I'm sure we saw the three-room door early on. Alright. Like, OC, I might not... I might go in loopy bananas. I remember a door with... A room with three doors in. No. The room you were in, like, you were just plopped in and there was a, a door to the left and door to the right. Alright, well... Uh, Emblem's just losing it then and just having a mad cackle at the, at the fire. Um, it, I think you're probably just thinking that he mentioned it in the, the notebook. Oh, yes. Sorry. I guess it has been so long. Well, um, I believe this would be a, a good place to bring our, our evening's adventures to a close. I can see... I don't know if these two can get drunk, but Emberlyn's going to give it a bloody good go. Uh, and Dorchus, I haven't been asking about how the doors look because I'm a chronic dum-dum with stupid dum-dum disease. Um, they pretty much all look the same. The only one that was odd was the um, the one that had the, like, beholder visage on it. Okay. Oh, yeah, we chose not to go in there, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, you just went, nope, close the door. Oh no, we've we found Lanny. We've explored. Okay, we've explored like a, a like a sixth of the dungeon so far. Maybe maybe a fifth, depending on your bath. I think you've explored like a dozen or so. Feckin' we. 